Hi everybody and welcome to episode number 55 of the Couch on Ice podcast. Uh, lots of big news to talk about this week, lots of firings, a couple of suspensions to talk about. We got some power rankings that we did, but before we get in some hockey news, let's throw it over and introduce the boys. I'll throw it over to Jordan first. How's it going this week? In nice plus five weather in Nevada, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... Today is a cold day. Oh, piss off. I'll show you cold, man. Oh, it's like minus 30 or minus 20. Although, although it's it's supposed to get pretty cold for the next couple of weeks. Cold for here anyway, so I say minus 10. Um, <laughs> Gotta throw in your pants days, again. <laughs> real wet. Oh, nice and rainy for you. Yeah, I love the sound of rain, listening to it, watching a bit of puck. Yeah, so how's, how's Nevada treating you? Are you like settled? pretty settled now is it still a yeah. little like getting used to like waking up and like oh yeah not in freezing ass cold saskatchewan today no it's 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 nice the uh the mornings are are cold as a son of a bitch so it reminds me of home <laughs> well that's nice, good at least nice. not as bad as winnipeg though hey no that was that was a different breed of cold. oh god i know that's the that worst. was me wearing two pairs of pants Two shirts, a sweater, and a jacket cold. <laughs> Ski pants is your regular pants. <laughs> exactly. It was brutal in Winnipeg. Oh, I do yeah. not recommend anyone live there in the winter. Well, waiting. Probably in general. <laughs> oh, yeah. One day I was there for work and I had to drive back that day and I wanted to leave early to get, like, make good time and all that because it's like an eight hour drive or whatever. And it was the lights along the perimeter highway went out and it was a snowstorm that night and I couldn't see shit for like two hours on the road. So I was like watching the white line on the road, just making sure I stayed on the road. It was awful. And it was freezing too. So, uh, but I'll throw it over to chase before we get into some new hockey news, chase, where you get up to this week. Oh, not too much. Just chilling like a villain, you know, Watching puck. Watching puck. Having that. Mm-hmm. Of your mm-hmm. life freezing our nuts off here. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, it really got cold in the last few days. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Oh, just yes, start it did. Feeling it seep through the cracks of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I love the cold, so I can't really say too, too much. At least my house to be like cooler. Like, oh, yeah. temperatures probably yeah, know, always I under 70. My, uh, I grab my coffee mug and. It's just so cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cold. Like oh. Going through the wall. Just, oh. I had to yeah. warm up my coffee mug before I put coffee in it. <laughs> my coffee. Uh, yeah, no kidding. It just freezes as soon as you take it outside pretty much. Yeah. yeah. No, I love the cold for all the things it brings. I just don't love the cold. I just wish I could. Yeah, be... bringing some puck with it too. Can't complain uh, too a much. Normal, a normal. A normal temperature and a snow, that would be nice. Uh, if yeah. the laws of physics were slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Take away the winters a little bit more. At least the cold, but... Uh, oh, sh- yeah. Hey, Jordan, do you, do you have, like, a corner store? Like, what's your corner store there? <laughs> like, I got, like, a, a gas cluster. So- it's it's pretty decent. There is a 7-Eleven that is, like, a no way. block or two away. Just got a sad. Got a sad. There's a there's a nice girl like that's like three or four blocks. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Pretty right decent, there. right? Like we're in a residential area, but we're right on the edge of the main road. Nice. Oh yeah, that's not so bad. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a classic Saskatchewan right there, having yeah. a sad close. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I got like nothing close to our house that I can really walk to. I got like, there's like a gas station like eight blocks away that's the closest, or a subway or something like that. I think that's it. So I got like drive everywhere in Martinsville, but I won't complain. At least our roads are good in this city and not in the yeah, and you're big not city. An arm and a leg. Yeah. No kidding. Hey. Well. The houses here are pretty expensive, so In eventually, yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, should we get in some puck boys? Yeah. Uh, cool. Let's talk about some games. I'm gonna start it off today with last night's game, and I'll probably end off with the Vancouver game because that kind of leads into some news. Uh, but yeah, last night Pittsburgh versus Seattle, and whoa boy, oh boy, Seattle. I six <laughs> one Pittsburgh. Bit of a shit kicking, if I do say so. We scored three goals in the first five minutes. Um, Groove was just nothing last night. And know what the funniest part is? We had Casey DeSmith in that, who's just a plug. So we still whooped them. Jake Gensel's like one of the best players in the NHL today at the minute. How He's... quick was Grubauer pulled? <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> yeah, After the was, third goal. <laughs> I I actually have the exact stat. Five minutes and six seconds is when he got pulled. So, yeah, yeah, it was rough. It was rough, man. So bad. It was funny. Like, just missed them. Yeah. Well, the one was – they were all deflected a little bit. But the first one that went in where he put his – he put his stick out to block the passing lane. It went off his stick and in the net. Like, yeah, it just exactly. wasn't his after you saw yeah. that you knew it wasn't his night and you're like uh oh yeah those are the ones that just demoralize you too. and their defense was really good at intercepting pucks but then they would just leave it in the high slot for us and be like oh we should probably grab that and then it's too late mm-hmm. and we have a scoring chance like the seattle team um yeah it was so sloppy sloppy that's what very sloppy they have i'll say one good thing they had one line last night where i was very impressed with and it was funny enough, two of the three guys played for Pittsburgh last year. Brandon Tanev, Jared McCann, and Morgan Geeky. That line was pretty good last night. It created a fair bit considering what Seattle brought last night. Um, I I mean, Brandon Tanev's their best player. Without he looks good in those in those training jerseys, the like indigenous yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah, those things. Yeah, I really liked that. I thought that was really cool looking. Yeah, those were sweet, and he's but he's like he's by far their like best player. <laughs> like, yeah, it's embarrassing that he's like, and I, I don't even remember. I love Turbo. I think Brent Tanev is fantastic. Well, I mean, great he's, depth. He's a wicked piece. locker room guy. Right? Wick, wicked locker room guy. Wicked on the penalty kill. Great bottom six. He should not be your best player. <laughs> no. Like, it's, oh, this team has a lot of issues. Uh, what I was saying to Chase right before the podcast is I, their forward defense and goaltending all play different from each other. Like, they all play a different type of system that would be successful for them. Their offense is very much just likes to hold the puck. That's it, pretty much. Just hold the puck. Mm-hmm. And, their defense loves to throw hits, and their goaltending likes to stop play a lot. Yeah, none, none yeah, of that I'm, works. I'm really starting <laughs> yeah. to realize, like, if my like this defense, or sorry, 
I don't know. Maybe it is. The, the defense doesn't trust the goal goaltending at all. Like maybe the team doesn't. Trust I think the it's vice versa. I think I think they don't trust each other. Reality. I don't yeah, think I mean. the goaltending trusts their defense to stop chances, and I don't think their defense trusts the goaltending to make a save right now. Like nobody trusts mm-hmm. nobody right now. There's a couple yeah. guys like like I watched Jordan Everly and he had a good game last night, all considering. But like well, he's been good this season. He's been good this season, and I love Jordan Everly. He's a second line twenty goal scorer. He's not your yeah. first line go to. He's not a patch ready even, and like yeah. that's like the low end top line guys I can think of right away as patch ready. He's nowhere near as good as patch ready. Yeah, he can definitely be on the first line, but you need you need two awesome. other guys that are better <laughs> and have to be on your first and second line. You need someone to drive a line, and they the guys that drive the line seem to be. Tanev and McCann, if at all, but the like I don't know. I don't have nothing really great to say about this team. So if you yeah, guys, no, I have, I'm gonna uh, jump into Pittsburgh after. So if you guys wanna give your Seattle stuff quick, yeah, like I just almost given up on this team. Basically, like I'll be getting into it into my power rankings and yeah. stuff like that or predictions. Like it's, I just don't understand. I've been said it before this is just confused me this team how they play how just not worried they seem to be about turnovers yeah. and they don't try like, their their goaltending has not been good enough the whole time like they said with the flurry and stuff like that like that was super huge having somebody so come in and year. actually be able to be a goalie because yeah. like that's like one of the hardest things for really teams New to franchise. get once like once you don't have a goalie, like look what Calgary did. They just uh, asked around for like ten years. I don't years. know how many. How many? Yeah, how many years was that that they asked around? I will, check when, Kiprasov, I will check you know? when Kiprasov. I will check when retired. Because it was exactly that whole period. Like it was yeah. just asking around. Like it's super hard to be a goalie in this league, and I can't imagine being a goalie for a new franchise. So maybe that's their demise right now. Is that simply? It's just. Super duper hard to actually hit the well, hit the ground what, running I, in that position, and I feel like you do have to credit the Flames with that. Is that they definitely knew what they wanted in terms of their goaltending talent, and they didn't make any big goaltending deals that would have hindered that. Right? Like I can think of some of the Calgary goaltenders over the past little while. They had um, Mike Smith. Yeah, they had Mike Smith for a while. They had. Uh, Dave Riddick Rid- for a while. Riddick, Riddick, yeah. Riddick. Yeah, yeah, like they really yeah. use like random guys. Hey, Remember Romo? Tari Romo you know? or whatever his name is. He was yeah, Kari, a, yeah. like a season. Yeah. Um, Kipsoff retired in 2013. So, it, but like he was probably well past it around like yeah, what, 2011. Almost, 20, probably 2011. They haven't had like a starting goalie. So 10 years pretty well. So, no, he left early. That guy, he was just, oh, I'm good. I'm done. Can't remember when. Well, it just says 2013. It doesn't say when he left Calgary here. But um, no, it was. Yeah, it was. They definitely need goalie. Yeah, it's it's so disappointing because they score a lot. Like it's they score a lot. I thought they were going to be so much tighter defensively. And like there's there was a stat I saw the other day. They're second in like forward production or something like that. Like. Nice. Like they're getting goals, they're getting points. Like some of the best in the league, but they're not not doing anything else. Like it's yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, like I was uh, 
I was looking at these last few games really closely and the next few games real closely to really get my full complete thought on how this team's going to finish off. And I would, I really needed them to show up to this game. Like yeah. I knew that this was going to be a hard game. I know, I know Pittsburgh's playing super good and all oh, whatever. Hey, but like this kind of, this was a game that you could have for me yeah. because like, I've seen this happen too many times this year. That's the problem is that this is probably like the third or fourth time you played against a hot team and you didn't, you didn't, you weren't, you weren't yep. there. You didn't even, didn't even act like you could win the game or I don't know. Like there's no, no... <laughs> no. yeah. So yeah. that's what I got to say about Seattle. It's, it's very frustrating. I definitely do not have them in the playoffs anymore after this. No, not at I'm all. sorry. You guys not can't face adversity. Like you can't, you get, throw some, throw some fire at you and you burn yep. and run around. Like so. I got, I got one good thing to say about Seattle too, though. Um, good on their fans. Cause it was six, one pretty, it wasn't like early in the second or early in the third. Sorry. But they stayed the entire game knowing their team got shelled. So hats off to the fans for just sticking in. Yeah. Like, you know that's what? That awesome. I will credit is Seattle has never had in, in any, I guess, except the Seahawks, obviously. Um, but in terms of like hockey and basketball, and I guess suppose soccer, they haven't had like a major team ever right so yeah but they've always rode hard for their teams like i can think when when the sonics were in the yeah NBA, the super sonic fan base yeah those guys were cool that was a sick name yeah i guess because if you're thinking of the rockets like they were probably good like the best team they probably ever had was like three years ago four years mm-hmm. ago whatever it was when it was hard and exactly yeah, but their fans have always and... rode hard for them so i absolutely agree seattle fans are awesome yeah yeah so... and like uh they've had that well, they've been part of the WHL basically, you know. So they've always yeah, had that yeah. states division. The so they're really big there, with the Spoken Chiefs and stuff like that. So, yeah, the Seattle Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah that's the that's the team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they've kind of had that going. So they've obviously had a huge hockey fan base. Like having a team, like I've like I said it even before they got a team. Like this is the like why there's no question it's going to Seattle. This is the most yeah. obvious place oh, yeah. on earth. To put this team like they already have like just like the next one's houston and it's basically in canada <laughs> yeah. yeah yep and it gives vancouver uh excuse to have a rival so <laughs> even though they're not competitive mm-hmm. other than like the, the well hey sure. know what they can rival for the bottom now <laughs> maybe maybe they can be, yeah maybe they'll be rivals in five years when they're actually somewhat competitive <laughs> so maybe the timeline <laughs> fits good for- rivaling for the that's why they picked their team yeah that's why they picked their team so shitty because they wanted to be fair to vancouver oh that's (laughs) hey that's one thing there's nothing but going up for for these guys well i don't know they're they're not in the basement quite yet they're if vancouver starts winning and seattle doesn't keep they're definitely going down so well obviously no like they're not making the playoffs like, oh, that's, God, no. that's God, usually no. the goal you know like that's usually the goal so when you don't make the playoffs it's kind of like yeah for sure know, who cares really where you end up yeah you'd rather end up last so then you get a good pick but for sure yeah yeah it's at least going to get better after this because you have your super good cap and nobody's gonna cost so much <laughs> and you won't be able to keep guys and you'll uh, be able to make a move i don't know what the yeah. hell Whatever. Maybe burn. Maybe old Maddie will come in next year or something. That'd be sweet. Away. Maybe they'll win the first overall pick this year. You never know. But 
Yeah, pretty yeah. much throwaway yeah. season now for Seattle. Well, pretty well given up on them. But I'm going to jump back to Pittsburgh for a second, and I need to talk about Jake Gensel. I know I kind of mentioned him there, saying he's one of the best hockey players in the world right now, because he probably is. He's scoring at will. Did you see his second goal that he scored, guys? It was oh, fucking amazing. Uh, Rodriguez, oh, Rodriguez gave like a backhand sauce to him. And Gensel was on the right side of the net and with his left skate, the outside of his left skate, um, kicked it out and he's left-handed and one-timed it pretty much. Instantly, oh, top corner. It was sweet. If you Go take a look on like Twitter. Just yeah, type Gensel, Gensel goal or something. It's so nice. It was awesome. I He has been outstanding. He's probably been yeah, the best hey. penguin of the season, arguably. Um. Maybe yeah, behind our Jari. Jari's been the best penguin, I should yeah. say. But he's definitely probably been two or three behind only other one I can think of is like maybe a Teddy Bluger. But no, like he's been outstanding. Rodriguez is gelling on that line. This team is so good and we still have two or three top six guys out. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I was kind of laughing at myself because like I wanted Gensel to look or just pop out a little bit more while the big guys were gone and he like he got he's got he got his points and he, he was, was doing like, all right he was great and all but like pretty average like, yeah he, he definitely looks and plays a lot better with the old sydney but, <laughs> but, no what's uh, crazy about it though is wow, it's did. it's not like an effect of oh sydney crosby's getting him all these chances like he's getting them himself it's yeah like he just plays better like yeah he, he like pops it, way more like it's this just is what, a mentality thing like i think mm-hmm. that's what it is and yeah, i mean no but la- last year though when crosby was out and stuff and he was playing by himself gensel was legit i don't yeah he's he's an extremely extremely yeah, good player no. <laughs> i got really nothing but good things to say about yeah gensel, i so. think he's got it i think he's in like i kind of he's on that american we're, team we've now. been working on the olympics and i i have i've had him in the whole time from so, the start okay. and the last little bit of us like can you really like there's there's a lot of guys like this american team has like there's like a pool of 10 people that like literally you could probably take any of these 10 people you know and half of those guys won't be (laughs) actually on the team if i'm being honest i take Gensel over patch ready yeah hey you know like i don't exactly like he's yeah when he he was be able to get a point per game without any of the other big Help. guys with Crosby <laughs> or Malkin, you know? Yeah. That's that's very impressive. Yeah, he can drive a line, Clear, and he creates out of the corners very well. Um, you know, I guess you guys had Carter, at least. That was, that's Carter's very key. Very key. If, Carter, if Carter is like, wasn't there, cool. Casually, like, one of the most underrated trades of last year. Like, he has been major oh, for our team well, I mean, success goal scoring doesn't go away right no and that's just it that, yep and yeah. it was never a thing with carter where you looked at him and you're like he's not very gifted but he's so smart it was never that it was or, or sorry it was never like his body he relies on his body like to be good he was mm-hmm. always very smart he knows where to be he's got a great shot he's great instinct and he may not be able to move his legs like he used to, but he's just, he's, I don't know what it is. He just looks so big and strong out there that he's not going to lose the puck at all. So when well, you set him in the right spot and you give him the right shot, yeah. it, you know, he's 
90% shot it's going in. Yeah, it's been the perfect situation for everyone involved. He gets to play limited top six minutes for when Malkin's out, and then he's going to slide to the third line. Like, yeah. He's... yeah, man, like it's it's why you pay for three centermen. It's yeah. why the Islanders pay for three centermen. It's like why everybody would pay for three centermen because like if anything goes wrong, you have another like basically yeah. a guy that can actually Important. fill first line wise. You know, I agree in paying your third situation. line center, but the Islanders were a pretty bad example when how we talked about JG Peugeot the other day, yesterday. Yeah, he's a little overpaid, but you still need to. Still it's okay. It's okay like, to overpay good. a couple not, players, but in the Islanders' sense, he's a perfect fit for the role that I'm talking about. Yep. Whether his contract's good or not, is <laughs> yeah, story. he's definitely a good fit for that role. But no, for sure. I just wanted to touch on those. Uh, do you guys have any games you guys want to bring up quick? Yeah. Uh, no. All right, Jordan. The uh, the Flames versus the Ducks. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 this was a wicked game. This was obviously this was a, a great goaltending game, as you'd expect from both these teams. Um yeah, Ladar put on a wicked performance, as did Gibson, as he always seems to. Yeah. But what really shown to me was the the game went to a shootout, and the third and the fourth or the third and the overtime were all in the ducks. It was all their momentum but when the shootout came calgary looked hot and (laughs) scored a wicked fucking goal did he not surprised yeah i don't know if you saw a shootout (laughs) i I didn't fucking sexy i did not see it unfortunately and i one thing i'll say though about the ducks is like how well i know we've touched on many times they're so good this year everything's kind of falling in the right spot. Their young guys are stepping up whenever, where they need to be. Their veteran guys are being what they need to be helping. It's just kind of all going for them right now, Anaheim. There's really no holes. And that's what this mm-hmm. season... It's funny because I remember us talking about them and we're like, the worst thing that could happen this season is they have too good of a season. And they're kind of <laughs> having it now. Um, yeah. But great. it's exactly. different in this case, I find, because... I don't see many holes in this Anaheim team at the minute. Now, that is very subject to change as in just how they're playing, how these young guys are filling in at the moment. They're doing more than what you expect based on what this Anaheim team team should be. This is a team that is consistently taking teams to overtime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They can score with the best of them. They got one of the best goalies in the NHL, like... Their defense definitely isn't it, it's very experienced, that's for sure. Um like this. Oh I, yeah, you know, right. Kachucky made that uh Forsberg move. Classic. Oh, yeah. One hander. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this Anaheim team's awesome. Sonny Milano is just best buds with Zegras, just got yeah. himself in the top six for the rest of his life. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, he seems kinda like a lost cause after past season or two like Sonny milano probably not been here yeah i do think this will slow down at some point like oh, i do like sure. the balance to. of this team like i've said this, this league's way better because like anaheim and these guys didn't give up any of these players yeah like uh henrik and these good compliment players raquel raquel exactly even though i'm here he's still probably or there, like they well, still like all those saying, teams that 
their their selections with their drafts have been perfect. Yeah, I mean, Zebras, for example, seven assists in the last three games. Zegris is is a special. He's really, yeah, Yeah. he's really starting to heat up here. And know what? I remember his draft when he was drafted, and I saw how far he dropped. I'm like, I don't know. I think he could have went higher than that. Like, I didn't think I'd be this good by any means. I'd be lying if I said I'd think he'd be this good. But I knew he was a good player. But oh, right after he got drafted, it was just like, oh my god, this yeah. guy's way better. Well, it was before <laughs> too. It, nobody, nobody re- seems to remember. But in the World Juniors, right before his draft, he led the. I don't know if it was the turn. I think he led the tournament in assists. He didn't have a goal, but he had like five assists, and he was an underager or something like that. Like he was seventeen. Yeah, I'm just so yeah, just after the draft. No, he blew the, up on oh, international stuff. Yeah, that he yeah. after that, he was like just the Superman. It was pretty cool, but well, that, yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're the next World Juniors. Like, yeah, super unbelievable drafting. Couple Give couple duds like, here uh, and there, like Sam Steele, but. Yeah, but is it a dud? The guy's like twenty three, man, like twenty two or something. Like these guys aren't old yet, so like, I'm not saying like dud as in like themselves. I know? said like, dud because I didn't want to say bust because he's definitely not a bust, but he's definitely not what we all expected. I expected Sam Steele to be a second line center. Um, based on how he played in the dub, like I watched him play a fair bit of games in the dub, and. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential sure. there, and I just i I don't think he's gonna be a top six guy. Yeah. Maybe a third liner, like that'd be cool. But, but I don't. Think yeah, no. Guy like Isaac Lundstrom is real key for this team. Like he Troy is, Terry still. He has been there. very key. Just a random young centerman. Like the can't yeah. ask much more out of yeah, Lundstrom. He's, he's looking good right, he's really key. right now. Well, and that's been the theme for this team is that their young guys have been playing great and. Honestly, exactly. some of their older guys have not been an example. Kevin Shattenkirk has been shit this season. Yeah, he's been pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. He'll he, he score a goal for you every now and then. He looks, he looks scores, good offensively every now and then. He scores a lot. He is 16 points, though. Like, that's... Yeah. Can't, like, he's quarterback in a power play with Jamie Drysdale's up, getting some power play time, too. His shootout attempt against the Caps was real fucking poor. And for some reason, how was it last night? The third shot. Yeah, well, your second shot yesterday against Calgary, I just saw. So, how was that shot? Right. Or the other day, whatever. It wasn't great. (laughs) I don't understand that when you have like a Troy Terry Zegris. Like, I mean, Raquel can definitely go and do some magic. I bet Sam Steele is good enough with the puck to be good in a shootout. Well, hey, like, I just checked the lines here. They got Sam Steele up uh the second line because yeah, yeah, is Troy he Terry wing? and Vinny Letary. Is he playing oh, center? Oh, is he centering? Centering Terry and that uh, hasn't Letary. been happening for very long because I know definitely... like that. Uh, <laughs> his name is well, yeah, because uh Getzlaff isn't in. Yeah, Getzlaff. Oh, and even Henrik's day to day now. Oh, so boy. that's exactly why he's up in there. Gets last not in. But. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's kind of cool that he actually. No, no, definitely. I like him getting smart. minutes, but I just I pointed him out specifically because name a name a prospect of theirs where you're like, I wish could have became more. I bet Sam Steele's the first name you list in Anna yeah, right now, sure. right? And yeah. who's there? You can't like say like you didn't Ryan you want Kessler. way more for. Yeah, Ryan Kessler, man. Still getting paid almost seven million this year, <laughs> but 
No, I just wanted to point out. Great team. Both the teams, Calgary too. I've not said anything bad about Calgary this year. They're they're gonna be a tough out in the playoffs. Too. If if Goudreau can keep playing offense like this playoff wise and like just creating, he doesn't need to necessarily score at the pace. He just needs to create the chances. This team is gonna be very hard to knock out. That's the only thing holding me back on their playoff aspirations. Um Chase, did you have any other games you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, not no? really. Okay, then I'm just going to quickly like go over one game because it's relevant um, to what we're going to lead into. And it was Pittsburgh versus Vancouver. And I'm not going to really talk too, too much about the game other than Pittsburgh scored two goals on a five-on-three. Um, bad five-on-three right. penalty given away. It was One was pop over the glass, one was tripping, and... It was just very lazy penalties, and the reason the game is so significant is because at the end of the game, Vancouver Canucks fan throws a jersey on the ice, which I don't love watching. No, I, I really I, hate seeing that. I don't, I don't like throwing jerseys on the ice or burning them, and everyone who's like, oh, it's the fan's choice, like, sure, you can do whatever you want, but why are you basically lighting $200 on fire or on Whoa. the ice? Like, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, when you brutal. call yourself a fan of a team, that means you got to be a fan through thick and thin, right? Yeah, I think there's some exceptions in extreme cases. Like yeah, if Chicago cases. Blackhawk fans are like, I'm done with this team after this year. I do not blame you by any yeah, means. Same with uh, Habs maybe a little bit because I did hear about one fan. Uh, the one who threw his Habs jersey on the ice actually this year, he went on a radio show in Quebec and French speaking radio show and talked about it. And he basically laid it down saying, they're like, well, why'd you throw your Jersey on the ice? He's like, this team is bullshit. It's constructed terribly. The off the, the management, they don't like, he <laughs> just, just some random, list, guy just some random Habs fan just going <laughs> off. And he hates everything about this team. He's like, they're That's built great. bad. They play bad hockey. Their front office is idiots. They draft the guy uh, who's like clearly an ass, like all this stuff and just keeps going yeah. like, all this stuff. So I get it, but I just, I dislike it very much. But in this case, I think he sh- this Vancouver fan should win an award because he's the reason Jim Benning got fired. <laughs> so let's talk about the fact that Vancouver has no one behind the bench and in the office anymore, it seems like. They fired GM Jim Benning, assistant general manager John Weisbrod. Uh, I butchered that name, but that's okay. Uh, the interim management will operate collaborative with Chris Gear, Ryan Johansson, Henrik Sedin, Daniel Sedin, Dan Schmiel, and Dan Schmiel. So that's their front office group at the minute. I'm not, I'm biggest names you could probably hear in there is Henrik and Daniel Sedin. So they're probably going to take over in the, the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah, they're going to take over this team probably in a couple of years, like as yeah. GMs and president or whatever. Uh, and that, why wouldn't they, right? A, yeah. they've been doing good at their job, and B, everybody in that organization absolutely loves them. Exactly. So, and they're learning the ropes, so hopefully they can actually learn it properly. Yeah, as long as they continue to do well, then I don't see why they shouldn't. Yeah, and uh, that was the only firing. Both And Travis Green also was fired. This one probably hurt the Aquilinis the most because they just signed him to an extension. And they end up hiring Bruce Boudreaux on an interim basis. Uh, but it is a two-year interim head coaching job. So they're giving him 
a good run of things. So who wants to start off with this? <laughs> with Vancouver firing everyone. Do you want to kick her off, Chase? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, no, it's uh, definitely due time. I don't know what's been taking so long with the whole GM thing. Like, uh, yep. he clearly I am, yeah, had it's... to start trading four players to make his team better. That was probably a pretty good indication the rebuild for the last six years before that wasn't going very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say past that other than I want to bring up what I said even a couple episodes ago is when we were talking about this is simply you have to do something. Like You can't just... Can't just this is going there. completely terribly. You have to fire your coach. You have to do the obvious stupid yeah. things that nobody wants to do. And yeah, I'm, I love that Boudreaux's the guy. He's a guy I've always had faith in. I've Love always loved Pedro. his uh, the way he's coached and stuff, and the teams he's been coaching. Um, I have I an. I'll tell That's you one somebody. issue I have with Boudreaux quickly. Sorry, it's not even yeah, with Boudreaux. It's Vancouver fans. And I mean this with the most sincerity in my heart. You guys are idiots, half of you, because all I saw on Twitter when he was hired was. Oh, how do they think they're going to win out of the playoffs with a guy who's never won a Game 7? They're not even going to make the playoffs this year. What are you talking about? Like, I just had to bring that up because the, I saw that all over Twitter after Boudreaux was fired, and, or hired, sorry, and you guys are just so brain dead sometimes. I just can't believe it. But Jordan, you can continue. No, I was just going to say, as somebody who's obviously well acquainted with him he coached our team and for a while um brought out some of the best years of ovi and backstrom right exactly well i remember a specific a specific point um it was 2010 and we were fucking sucking a bag of dicks and uh i don't remember my green scored like 30 (laughs) probably (laughs) i can't remember when he scored 30 but (laughs) um i can't remember the exact game i think it might have been against pittsburgh but it, it he took the guys into the locker room and he gave this awesome fucking speech where he just laid it all out for them and he took and he shoot and he sorry and he shoot the shit with them right yeah he he was like all right we gotta stop being so fucking lazy get our fucking heads out of our ass and go play some goddamn hockey and it and it was good it worked yeah, oh, yeah. No, he, yeah. He, he definitely gets his best out of his big players. So yeah. I'm super excited about that. that. Somebody who lays it on the line and, and you know, takes it very seriously. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Tell, like, if, if his guys are playing like shit, says, you know what, guys, you're playing like lazy fucks. No, I love that. Um, I think he's going to bring out, hopefully, the best of Patterson and Besser. Um, I mean, last, yeah. night, last night definitely was a step in the right direction winning against L.A., uh, I think they yeah, finished three nothing. Players, four clearly four nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, the players wanted change and like things needed yeah. to change. Like, I guess the Kings, the Kings have not been not anything in the last few weeks. Really. They really have been nothing, which sucks. It sucks that you know it is what it is. You, you start sucking at points and times in the season, but yeah, an easy team to beat. But you still you put the stamp down and got four nothing on them. So, uh. I like I like that start, but I didn't put my, I didn't do my predictions have anything to do with the what what the change is going on here because mm-hmm. how do you gotta 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 lot gotta watch this out for a little bit because yeah, like yeah. we're saying like Boudreaux can really bring this 
You can be confident in the team, maybe, but yeah, it's definitely wait and see. Well, and you know what? After after, uh, um, last night's game against LA, I can definitely understand having high spirits. The team looked way happier. They put a lot more energy out there. The fans are obviously going to be more happy. I imagine the coaching staff is probably a bit more happy now that they don't have as much pressure on them. Like, I think this was the right decision and it puts them in a good position for things to only get better because how could they get worse? Yeah, um, this could definitely wean out a lot of players on this team is what I think might happen. Um, It's it's on them now. Yeah, like there's no one else to blame but the players after this. Yeah. If yeah, they can't sure. get it done, it's all on the players' fault. Like it's not been. It's I shouldn't say all on the players for this for like this season and for how the rest they of the season. Like it. It's up to them what they yeah. want to be. Do they want to be a real hockey team and play in the NHL, or do they want to pretend to be an NHL team? Just so missing the playoffs is kind of not a big deal to this team, or it shouldn't have been a too big of a deal if, going into this honestly, year just with if, all the turnover and stuff like that that's been going on the last few years. If I'm being honest um, with this team, I just want to see meaningful games where they're trying. I don't care. They could lose every single game, but if they're giving it their all for 60 minutes every night, I don't think you can be upset with this Vancouver team. Well, and you know what? Somebody who who gave it their all last night was JT Miller. Yeah. And, and he's obviously a big voice in that locker room, if not. Yeah, the it's uh, that's one thing that's a little bit worrying me is – the whole JT Miller and Bo Horvat stuff, they clearly don't get along. Um, at least not in the capacity of what you'd hope being a Vancouver fan, especially two of the biggest voices. Uh, he didn't like Green, it seemed like. Uh, JT Miller, I'm talking about. like He undermined yeah. him at practice multiple times this year, saying that this drill doesn't make any sense and all this such. Like, Yeah, or or just saying like none of them understood what was going on. Like, yeah. Definitely it's, throwing them under the bus. It's it's not, yeah, and whether that's true or not, I, I mean, very well, I didn't actually like watch the whole practice. But, yeah, exactly. It very well um, could be, but only the players. It's just like, I, I don't, them. yeah, it's just... It's been sour. It's so sour right now there for the, all the players. None of the players are happy. And Miller well, is, <laughs> yeah, even him, like, how do you think? He, I think he would be the most upset. I would be sitting there like, I'm the best I've ever been in my career. And my team can't even show up enough to help me. <laughs> they has to yeah, make eight to 10 fantastic saves a game. Mm-hmm. Yet I still have to let in four because my defense has Tyler Myers uh-huh. on it like yeah it's uh, it's just it's, it's pretty crazy that this you know like this doesn't happen very often when it comes down to like actually changing the future and the now you yeah. know like you got rid of your gm and you're trying to fix what's going on on the ice right now like so it's what tough. goes on and what's going to happen in the future and suggestions for that i could not even start and, to tell you what to do because the like there's it's no been direction too long. like i said there's several years you should have noticed once you started trading or needing to trade for JT Miller oh, that, and like, Foley yeah. to make your team an actual team playoff to push them over the edge. Like that's, or just to get into the playoffs. Just to get I guess, into or, playoffs. Like they weren't, they, they weren't the year they actually like, I, I'm putting quotations went on a run <laughs> by means of going to the second round there. They, they barely made playoffs. Like yeah. they really shouldn't have been in the hunt anyways. Yeah. 
and without the Tapoli trade, and then they lose him because they ran out of time. Yeah, right. You yeah. ran out of money because you don't know how to manage money, Benning. Like it's so yeah, many just continually, just... yeah, continually yeah. trading for people like Connor Garland, Dickinson, like just you name it. Just keep giving, giving up for and like, for players in your top six or. And don't get me wrong. All these do. players Tyler you traded Pearson for, I love. Yeah, all these yeah, players I... except for Pearson. I that one I'm still like scratch my head. I'm more scratch my head on the contract rather than the player, but. To be their own. Um, like most of these players you trade for, they've been successful with Ryan Cooper. But the core that was there before them getting there wasn't ever good enough. Yeah, you're, they just, you never grew. They're, like the whole they, eight years. Tell me who, like they drafted most of these guys actually, which mm-hmm. is pretty funny. But like, why isn't your, where is your defense? That's the one thing that blows me away. Yeah, uh, where did your defense go? They drafted, never drafted one a defenseman? defenseman. Like, Quinn Hughes is the only one they drafted. That's like that there. is the only thing that's been one one that I just I never understood for so long. And you let go of the one guy, Chris Tano, that was a homegrown guy that you pulled out of the weeds. Oh, and you're just like, yeah, 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 you'd love you. yeah you had waited on that, waited on that. Like this guy just didn't maximize a thing. Like everybody that would play yeah. good on this team, he would let them play good and then let them walk away. And that yeah. was just basically it. And he yeah, never got anything out of it. No, it's it's just keep rough. Keep trading for fucking yeah. guys every year if you want. You can keep doing that. The worst part is, yeah. is like I'm looking at this team's roster and I look, I'm like, they're a good team on paper. Yeah. They are a they good are. team individually. Like, why isn't this working? Like, I'm looking at players like Tyler Mott is a genuinely good depth player. Like it's not like he's like oh like because they got because <clears throat> they got a Tyler Mott on the fourth line they're not doing anything it's like that's definitely not what's going on like it's it's just I don't know Patterson needs to start scoring we've been beating I, that I like, don't like the dynamic of the defense and how it kind of shakes down I just feel I like think you this a little bit too they have two defense guys your top guys and your Hughes Myers and OEL. They're all a little bit more offensive than stable yes. defensively. And yeah. that's just the only issue I have. I, I feel I, like that's what's kind of kicking you in the kicking you in the junk. Yeah, I And obviously he, like yeah. this, like I said, this is a lot of just Benning doing adding extra guys and keep adding guys adding never to a bad never core. never using their people that they have picked or drafted or yeah. keeping those guys around to even be able to pull them up and possibly have them as a six, seven D man or a bottom guy. They do it for a few guys that they really like, like yeah. Mate and Godette and McEwen. And two of those guys aren't on the team anymore. Cause yeah. they just walked away. Like, or you just traded them for someone for nothing. Who's probably going to turn out worse. Cause if you look at a lot of his trades, that is what happened. He did a lot of swaps, and the guy he let go did better than the guy that he he got. It's yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, I, I do like this team. I hope they – I really think it, things will turn around. I really do because I think Boudreaux will get this going. I just – how do you get to the playoffs after a start like I that? I don't think you do. I think you just give up on that. You can't have that aspirations now and be upset if you don't make it based on your start of your season. You shot yourself hey, in the foot. You got a lot of time yet, man. You got a lot still of time. Got quite a bit of time. But, only like twenty five games in here. Like there's still like you got to really 
completely. They're also in last. They're also in last in their division. And that's Mm -hmm. the only way they make a playoffs, by the way, is through their own division. And because the central is too good. Central is way too good. Like the fact that Nashville is where they are right now and they're not going to make playoffs. And they're a pretty like, okay team, I guess. Like they're playing a lot better this year than I thought they would. That's for sure. But like, so you're saying that they can outtake Edmonton, Calgary, or Vegas is with the aspirations. No, it's not happening. And Anaheim. Frankly, I don't think they'll even catch Anaheim. Like, I wonder that. I wonder they won't even catch Anaheim. Not that they're not going to be better, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I yeah, think no, you just got to kind of give up on the season. It's a long, long ladder to climb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very long. And you got to start thinking about what the future plan is now. Um, with Yeah, like, do you have like, any thoughts on, like, make this team to go on a run for the future? Yeah. Um, Looking at this team. Like I said, like, what do you, what do you actually do with this? Like, what do you actually do? You start by getting rid of one of those defensemen in OEL or Myers, Hamannick even. Like, if those three, you got to get rid of one. You have to start trading guys that are not going to sign with you next year or or UFAs. You have to start doing that. Do that every year until you... Till till trade is done. You trade for cap space is what you do. Never done. It's what's killed you this whole time is you're not trading somebody at the deadline and getting yeah. anything back yeah. it's killed you this whole time it's why you probably suck right now i agree they should uh they should definitely be trading someone at the deadline try and get something um i, I there's a couple players that i look at them like i don't love them it's the contracts honestly like they're too long is the issue some of these contracts are just way too long like tanner pearson is a 3.2 million dollar contract for three more years and a no move clause a no trade clause like a seven team like it's what you do the best advice i could give if i was a gm and tried to do something is you trade tyler myers once that contract's out you have a little bit of flexibility and you can look at what you're going because i don't think this team gets any worse i think cal burroughs is just as good as tyler myers or maybe Bro, not maybe quite just as good right on that contract other you, than any arizona. team the, I, then you call arizona and you say yeah. Arizona, I will give you a pick for him, but like I just take him. <laughs> like yeah, like if you have to, if you have to give up a little bit to get rid of one of those big contracts, I'm not saying you gotta like trade Oliver Ekman Larson, give a first up with no, Oliver Ekman Larson to get rid of it, and Tyler Myers. Prospect, right? If you can get rid of Myers and a second, let's say for nothing. I know it sucks, and I don't like trading draft picks either like that, especially for stuff that isn't your fault, because this is Jim Benning written all over it, obviously. You got to do what's best for a team. You got to get as much flexibility as you can in the cap and start making deals like that, trying stealing players like a Max Domi here and there, like taking chances on guys. It's like, oh, we want this guy gone. Okay, he's a decent hockey player. He just doesn't fit your team. He's making a lot of money. 50% retain it. We'll take Domi at two and a half mil for a season and see how it goes. And we'll give up a, like a roster player maybe or whatever the case is. Like you take maybe chances on those for the next couple of years. Try and draft well. But I don't know. I it, The team's got so many good, too many good pieces to go into a full rebuild. Yeah, so, exactly. So you just got to retool with what you can do. And like 
like I keep bringing up, Tyler Myers is the first name I look at getting off the team. First name. Yeah, you I would do what, what you about, can. Would not worry about shedding a, a soul, honestly. Like, oh, I would. I would not now. I, I'm not saying right now. Maybe, maybe off season. Like, this, like that. That one was way. That could probably go like just another mm-hmm. couple guys that like your six D men in your system that yeah. you could plug into these spots instead of you know. See, and I, I feel chunk. like I feel like there's. I think you gotta just deal with uh, what's going on. Like I don't know what else. You don't want to pay up to get rid of stuff. No, um, but if it's for one at least contract, is an RFA. Then... Yeah. You get... Like you can at least get assets back if things go wrong there, like yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. Uh, like I said, this has been pushed into a spot. You're gonna have to wait it out, I think, and kind of slowly make those trades that you're talking about when they're actually valuable. Yeah, yeah. You just you can't to... lose more. You know, you can't just pay to get rid of stuff now because I feel like I... just kill you more, won't it? If you do it too much, yes. But I feel like if you, as long as you're not giving up a first round pick for Tyler Myers to get rid of, I don't see too too. I, obviously, it sucks, but that's three years, six million dollars per that you can use in whatever way you want. Like whether that's doing what Arizona did, taking bad contracts again, like whether it's for a year, take a bad contract for a year and get a pick out of it. Like, you can get that pick back, is what I'm saying with Myers. If you free up that cap space and then call call up any team who needs it, whoever is, I can't think of a team off the top of my head. I was going to say Lucic, but he's, he's playing good. So, um, yeah, exactly. Like, calling up the Leafs. Why don't you call up the Leafs and be like, hey, we gave up Myers in a second, let's say, to Arizona for nothing. And you call up the Leafs and be like, hey, how bad do you want Nick Ritchie gone? Give us a third-round pick and Nick Ritchie, and we'll take him. Or a fourth round pick and Nick Ritchie. Like just two yeah, million dollars, like whatever. You're probably not gonna be good. There's a fourth round pick back. Then you do it again and again and again. Uh, like you gotta weaponize your cap space. And yeah. people don't do it enough. Well, and that's yeah, something that you can credit this Arizona rebuild with is that they're using all of the assets available to yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. So they're weaponizing what they have and they're always gonna have cap space because they have an internal cap, so like, it's – no, I don't know. It, there's no really great direction for this team as the issue. No matter what decision you make, you're like, you don't love it. But it has to be made. You need to somehow get rid of something or get – something's got to get. So yeah. you wait, see what happens in the regular season, and then off season try and get some cap space is what I do yeah. personally. Um, but no. Do you guys have anything else to add to the – vancouver news at all um uh just basically looking forward to see if this team is a different team with boudreaux or yep. not you know like and and i want to give travis kind of green back into it? yeah i want to give a travis green a little bit of credit i think he was a very good coach for this team that was constructed fairly poorly um i think he's gonna coach again very soon in the nhl like i wouldn't be surprised by next year if he's coaching a team if i'm being honest um but in two years, he should be coaching another franchise very soon. Uh, but let's move over to the Philadelphia Flyers and talk about their coaching change. So 
Uh, the Flyers fire Alain, head coach Alain Vigno and assistant coach Michelle Terrian after an eight-game losing streak. Uh, Mike Yo comes in as the interim head coach, and it's looking like he's just going to be there for the rest of the season. Then they'll go from there. Figure it out. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Alain Vigno and Terrian being fired? Something. I think this is the right decision. Yeah, yeah I never... Never liked either of those coaches that much. Neither I love have I. <laughs> for, uh, for a regular season, like if I need a team to just like pick like a New Jersey or something like yeah, that. Like make the playoffs. Trying to have a good regular season sort of Guess thing. Playoff and start experience. getting to the playoffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, Great coach for that, but past that, man, no. Yeah, I, I like. And almost his, I agree. the same with Terry, and from what I remember, honestly, oh. from what I remember, he didn't he didn't push. Uh, I don't think he was ever. Those are good Montreal teams, from what I remember. Yeah, he's not good in Pittsburgh. So <laughs> he was there early Crosby era, so he wasn't great. <laughs> I didn't mind Terry, and I guess as much as I, I kind of started to not like Vino a lot I more as like, time went on. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Vino as much. Um. Like, he's had a great coaching career, and hats off, but I probably would yeah, hire yeah, him if I'm another. Well, he's made money. He's made good money, and he's had very successful in regular season. So, a lot more than most head coaches can say, I guess. Um, no, yeah, I, this, I don't know. Handling. I... Like, there yeah, was a way oh, to yeah. do this. This team could have been the number one team in the, Metro. In the Metro. Metro. They really yeah. could have, because... If there is a way you could have got all these guys going, like if these guys are playing their, at their best, you, this team's so good. I yeah, think. this team has a lot of skill and a lot of great players on it. Um, I don't know this. What are you guys thinking of the change? Like with Mike Yo, though, like is <laughs> is he's the perfect guy to take this go down with the ship? Yeah. Um, I will say he is a bit more defensive-minded, Mike Yo. So that helps because the Flyers are very need bad that. defensively. You need that. Need that type of... Now, I don't think it's going to work out with Yo because I just... He, he didn't even get, like, St. Louis. Like, St. Louis was good. They changed the coach and they won, Right. That's what my issue is with Yo, and he was the head coach right before um, Berube. So I can I can agree with that because like it's, when it's, he went to St. Louis, I had some pretty high hopes for him, mm-hmm. and and they were a good he team. He disappointed the heck out of me. They're a great team that disappointed the playoffs second round twice in a row, and I'm pretty sure one of those years it was lost to like Minnesota or something in the first round, like who was barely making playoffs. It, it just I don't know. I'm I'm definitely willing to give him a chance. Like they are, I I think he can be better than Vino. That's for sure. But I just don't think he's the right choice. Um, as weird as it sounds, if they are serious about wanting to be a good team and like going all in on this team that it is, I give I would give Torts a chance. Maybe I would think about that. I would interview him. Talk about it. Just to kind of maybe he'll he'll make them play defense. He will make them play defense. That's for damn sure. Um, The offense will come with that team if they just focus on defense. I think, and that's not the greatest move to make. Don't like 
look at me like, oh, Torts. Like, I'm assuming that Torts only wants a head coach job. Yeah, that's exactly why I say with Philly, because they will probably have a position available after this year. But one thing I'll say about Mike Yo too, is he's, like, best friends with Chuck Fletcher. Or, like, they've worked together a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure for, like, six years in total together. So they're tied to the hip pretty tight. Um, so I think he's going to get a very fair shake at, at Philly. Um, Interesting. And they're, well, they're not going to fire their GM. That's for sure. Because he just got there not long ago, like two seasons ago. And yeah. Cause they think that, uh, what's his name? Ron Hextall Fox. wasn't doing a good job. So and they yeah, have to stay on this guy. All their young players there. Three years. All their young players that are successful right now. He drafted. <laughs> Like, like I said, he was being super patient with his defense. That is what yes, he was doing. He yes. was waiting for like a Seth Jones move and stuff like yep. that. That He's is exactly what he was waiting move. for. And then, I, you know what though? I, I will defend Chuck Fletcher on the Ryan Ellis move because I think Ryan Ellis is absolutely brilliant. It's a shame he's been injured. Now the wrist alignment move. That one I, I, just, I don't love. Dude, I just and, want to know what it would have been like if Hexy stayed. Yeah, I just want to know what he would have done. I'm like, kind of glad he didn't. <laughs> I, I wish. Yeah, I bet you are. I'm. I wanted a coach who can draft well for years, <laughs> years now. <laughs> since we've had Rutherford, you guys need draft picks to draft well. Ex- oh, yeah. definitely. That's hence not having Rutherford there is a very good thing. <laughs> Hextall doesn't like to trade away picks. Does not like to at all. Which I'm yeah, it's not super dumb. I'm not. I'm. I'm okay with it actually. It's it's right super now. dumb most of the time. <laughs> it, it can be, but sometimes you just gotta look and be like, maybe we just gotta keep our first this year and like. Yeah, you, know, you do agree with that. Like you gotta know when your team is competitive one year and one year not. Like I know a lot of people gave shit to um, Holland last year about not picking up at the deadline. I think that was the right move, looking at how they're doing now, looking at their, some of their off-season choices, even though, again, probably yeah, with like, all of them. Like, he made the right call because he knew that team wasn't going to win. So, yeah, it's not why even pay? That. It's just like, you got to let the team actually prove something to that you. Too. Like, stop giving them a bunch of crap for no reason. Like, Toronto, for like three or four years in a row, when they've shown absolutely nothing in the playoffs. Like, yep. like I bet he's so mad about uh the like obviously the pandemic i think hit as well but that mike green stuff and uh do we yeah. like getting those guys that probably just yeah. killed them because like i like i said i i'm still unsure who pushed the envelope on that if it was kenny or if it was uh the actual oilers management because they were well, we have McDavid. You can't waste, or the fans. Yeah. You know the pressure it's from the fans. Well, the we, fans. Have we have to win. But like Yoska, look when you have it's really hard as a fan base when you watch um, Crosby be successful early in his career as this generational hockey player when he came in, and then McDavid not even make playoffs for how many years? Like that's really hard to swallow. Like I'm looking at, looking back at it. We're going to look back at this Oilers team and look at McDavid's stats. And yeah, go, but that trade didn't and, help them. In no, the no, no, no. And I'm not, I'm not defending that though. trade. I'm defending Oilers fans for saying, what the fuck? Why aren't we in the playoffs? Because yeah, well, when you have them. two of the best players, I, I don't think that's fair to say, like, good for that <laughs> one. 
How would you feel if you guys dra- if the Detroit drafted McDavid and Drysidel and was nothing for five years with them? You would be fucking fuming too. I would. Be. I wouldn't be so happy, but like I wouldn't be crying because like I'm assuming we'd be building around these guys, and if it's taking a little bit longer than we thought, then like what whatever. Like I don't know. We still have like the greatest players. You can like it's not over. Like clearly patience can can work here like sometimes you gotta just find the right guys and get things to click patience yes patience is key but a five years five years they weren't good that's bad that's really bad to have two of the best players in the nhl like talk to buffalo (laughs) buffalo had eichel and no one like yeah buffalo too like and i feel even worse for their fans but I get it. I, I sympathized with Oilers fans early on because they've endured a lot, a lot of bullshit. Oh, yeah. For a lot sure. of bad hires, a lot of bad GMs. And a it set them back. A out little, the window. Yep, for sure. Not defending the trade, just defending Oilers fans. That's all I wanted to say. Um, do you guys have anything else on the Flyers? And this? Nope. Nope. No, man. All right, let's jump into our power rankings then. And how are we going to do it? Do we want to go from bottom going up and we'll each just go one by one, kind of giving our piece on the team quickly and go from there? Just why we put them where they are and stuff like that? Because it's going to take a while to get through let's every start team. With like the, let's, we'll just start with like each division do you want, i don't do you i don't i don't have a set by every division i have it one yeah okay, well, i, I have it one to 32 we'll just go five teams at a time or something like that okay top uh, five okay let's start at the bottom though let's start at the bottom and go up so okay. chase you can start her off and then i'll throw her to jordan and then i'll also go what is your bottom five teams <laughs> Well, the old bottom five teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, check out Twitter. I'm going to be posting all this stuff uh, or my predictions and stuff. So basically, this is yeah, like my Couch on Ice on Twitter. Go follow us yeah. and check out the posts. Uh, yeah. So basically, what I'm doing here is it's kind of like power rankings slash more predictions to how she'll end out in the at the end of the year here. Um, so I have Arizona dropping one spot to last place. And then I got San Jose being the second last team at 31. We got Buffalo getting at 30. 29 is Ottawa. 28 is somebody. If I can find the old 28. <laughs> Might not have a 28 here, boy. <laughs> Might be missing a team. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Montreal, I believe, would be the fifth. Yeah, Montreal, I think it's Montreal. Uh, Do you want to give a quick overview on why you got them all in the basement? Why I have them in the basement? Well, basically, well, Arizona, clearly yeah. not going to get it done. Um, I don't have Buffalo. I had Buffalo second in the bottom two. I thought they were for sure bottom two, but uh, they look a lot better, and I think second half will be a lot better with Tuck and a few other guys around. Maybe their goaltending will figure out a little bit better and defense may play better. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I got San Jose, though, at second last. Just I'm assuming things are going to kind of go in with a guess here that they're going to trade guys away. Yeah. Uh, kind of yeah. move on. So they dropped a couple spots in my rankings. 
Um, other than that, Ottawa is just not having a good year, so yeah. I'd only drop them one spot for my last ranking. Um, not much to say there. It's kind of obvious. Montreal dropped quite a few spots for me. Uh, seven spots, I believe. Um, yeah, just not not a good year. No. Not a good year at all. It's just Definitely that's not. how she goes. For sure. Uh, uh, awesome. I'll throw it over to Jordan then, and you can do your bottom five. My bottom five. So it's it's a bit similar. Yeah. I've got Sorry. Arizona at the bottom end. I think that's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I think that's unanimous. Or yeah. is unanimous. Uh, Buffalo right ahead of them, which I think is also probably pretty unanimous. Nope. Well, or Chase Chase had Chase had San Jose at second last, so. Yeah, fair enough. Or at least very similar. And I do uh, so I go Arizona, then Buffalo, and then I go Montreal, and then San Jose. And then who's your 28th team? Yeah, oh, sorry, and then uh, the Islanders following. Ooh, interesting. Do you want to get a quick overview of just why on each team? Uh, these are teams that just I don't see an upside, and they're already starting negatively. I mean, okay. especially like the Islanders. For yeah, example. that's that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, yeah, unanimously, like we said, Arizona's at the basement for me. Um. My God, I put little comments on beside all of them just to like put, and I put where they're supposed to be. <laughs> so that explains them enough. Second last, I got Ottawa. Um, I think they're too young and their defense isn't good enough to, and it's just a year, not a good year for them. I think they can just throw it away. Uh, third last and 30th is Buffalo. It can't be worse than last year, so I put a third last. Um, 29th, I got San Jose. It's positive for once, but they don't have a direction. And like Chase said, I think they're going to trade away a lot of pieces as well. And then in my fifth last spot in 28th, Montreal, because Bergervan fucked them in the offseason. So that's my reasonings why I'm at five. Chase, do you want to give your... Uh, why don't you go 27 to 20? And then we'll go by fives after this. 27 to 20. Yeah. Okay. Give your seven okay. teams there who are not quite in the basement, but missing playoffs by quite a bit. <laughs> or maybe not. Okay, so I have LA at 27. Nice. Because they're a little bit worse than I thought. Ah. Yeah. No, I think there's just teams that are, I don't know. They dropped three spots to me, but not a big deal, whatever. They're never going to get anywhere out of this sort of area to me yeah um 26 i have a big surprise my most surprising uh well disappointing team sorry uh is philadelphia at 26 dropping 12 full spots down yeah that's rough <laughs> uh so yeah real rough i just i don't know if it's gonna i think it's just gonna go terribly wrong this is kind of my sort of guess for how this season's gonna go yeah. uh maybe we'll trade Giroux and trade Risto and really do a fire sale wouldn't be bad if they can't get her going because if they're not if they're not getting close to the playoffs or They'll if they're trade. not for surely they got completely a different team they have to do something like this yeah, or else sure. there's no moving on you don't want to just keep doing what you've been doing for the last four or five years right just yep. absolutely we'll just make them make the offseason move to win right that just has hasn't worked uh sure. so 25 i've got vancouver my next uh, surprise, uh, disappointing team dropping 
just so many spots. They're mm-hmm. down at 25, dropping 10 spots for me. Yeah. Um, this is not really thinking about the whole Boudreaux hiring yet. Um, see how I feel about how they play in the next couple weeks. But other than that, I don't know. I'll keep them down here for for now. Just, geez, what a tough start. Yeah. Uh, 24, I got Jersey right where I had them at the start of the year. So I haven't moved those guys. They're still seventh in the old Metro. Um, and what do we got here? 23, I got Columbus. I actually have them moving up three spots overall. Oh, yeah, I got a lot They're looking pretty good. I don't see why not. They can just keep getting better as the year goes on unless things fall apart for some unknown reason. <laughs> no, uh, 22. Uh, 22, uh, one of my more surprising teams on the good side is Anaheim popping up five spots yeah. uh, from my early season predictions. They're in fifth in the Pacific, so not giving you a playoff spot, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> 21, I have as Seattle. And we'll see what they do in the next couple of weeks to give me any sort of uh, anything. But no, I, I liked how they played against Edmonton. There is promise and stuff like that. Say it's Pittsburgh. Just, they're not. They're, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was I was really looking for a lot more in that game, and now I'm guaranteeing. More. Now I'm guaranteeing they're not making the playoffs, which I know it's a little late for that, but I don't know. I think they could. I still think they have a lot in them, and they can have a better second half and at least get close to it. I only have them dropping three from where I had them originally, but yeah, if they keep pulling games off like that against Pittsburgh, they're probably going to end up a lot further down. Yep. And the last team is at twenty. That is oh, where are you? Chicago, I believe. Chicago. Oh, sorry, Detroit. Detroit. My bad. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Detroit at twenty, and they are one of my uh, surprise surprise teams going up oh, ten yeah. spots in the rankings. So Sweet. real stoked that my wings. Well, I don't know. Not really. I wish we could be <laughs> even better. Shitty again this oh. year. Uh, that would be that, that would be nice. Get one last pick before we start doing this. But I, I'm good on the boys. I'm curious nice how to they're see. gonna do when Verana comes back. So no doubt, man. That'll be intriguing. No doubt. But uh, Jordan, what do you got for your twenty-seven to twenty? This was this was the tough spot. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, I felt like there was. They're all decent. They're either all decent or they're like, "Eh, I need to put them even lower. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, there's a bunch of teams here where I'm like, okay, they could go either above or like next week. Yeah, a lot of teams are just like in there that. You wouldn't have thought they would be there. Um, but at twenty seven, I've got Ottawa. Okay, which I you have them having a lot them. better season than we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, following Ottawa at twenty six is Chicago. Yeah, and then afterwards them it's Seattle. Yeah, and then Vancouver. Yeah, Columbus would be twenty three, I believe. Yeah, and then twenty two is Philly. Ooh. 21 is Boston. Oh, is Jersey. Oh, okay. First, we need to talk about that Boston one for a second. You need to explain mm-hmm. why you have them so low. Why you don't believe in the team. I, I do not 
believe in this Boston team. No, not one bit. What what is it? What is the reasoning that you For me the big reason is better depth. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I yeah, I was actually good. asking Chase this when we were working on stuff uh, a little bit yesterday too. I was like, Am I being overly critical of Boston this year? Like am I worried am I too worried? And he said yes, so I thought about it, and, but I, I understand your skepticism for sure. But I was yeah, definitely not expecting them at what? Did you have 21 you haven't met? Yeah, Holy 21. shit. And sorry, 20 was New Jersey, you said? Yes, the Devils. Okay. Know what? You, you're pretty well, like, not far off my list for the most part. Uh, I got 27. I got the Blackhawks. I just got bad vibes. I just don't like the team yeah, how it's, it's, it's just right now everybody has a sour yeah ever it's still very sour jonathan taze does not look good at all like not even like a top six player lately so i don't love that um i think kane and debrink still but whatever uh 26 got the islanders i think it's a throwaway season and they play such a strict system that it's hard for them to just say oh we're gonna win 20 over next 25 and make playoffs i don't see that happening with a team like that um they don't score enough for me to believe in them like that uh, i got 25 i got seattle they are just so bang average <laughs> like just so bang average half the time like they were real bad i don't believe in this team philly at 24 i think they're awful defensively but hopefully yo can help i don't know Still don't believe in the team either. 23 LA. They're a fine team, but they're just not there yet. Not there yet. Give me another season or two, and then we'll talk about LA. 22, I got Vancouver. I have them having a lot better of a season pushing late. I think is going to help. I think they're going to get their heads out of their asses a little bit. Demko's been so good that I think he'll win a lot of games for him. 21, I got New Jersey. They're just taken the right steps forward i think they're exactly where they should be and where i predict them to roughly be and 20 i got anaheim and i'm already looking at it and don't agree so i'm gonna yeah. change it on the spot and i'm gonna put columbus at 20 instead because i think i love anaheim i love columbus too so but their goaltending's been so good they are working real hard all their guys didn't, they also kind of had no expectations, which helped them Columbus. So I got Columbus at 20. So uh, let's go on to our next five then. Chase, you want to go up to 15? Sounds good. Sounds good. So at 19, I have exactly what I had at 19 last time. Chicago Blackhawks still got faith in the second half. I've been saying it for Fair the enough. whole year, so I'm going to stick with it. Um, I still think they can have a good second half. Like, look, it's just look on paper, sure. Yeah. You, you guys can do it sort of thing. That's fair. Uh, just want to hope for the resurgence. And also, just the Central is so good, so I'm just going to pretend like everybody's so good other than Minnesota <laughs> at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Drops from uh, – so, like, yeah, Chicago's ending up seventh in the – uh, division Jesus, and nineteenth yeah. overall, and then Arizona's eighth in the division at thirty seconds. So just nice, nice, funny. Uh, but eighteen, we're sticking in the Central. Nashville, right there. I got them going up eight spots. One of my surprise teams. Um, 
as in I didn't have them this high and they're looking real good. I think they will be right outside that bubble. As I said, the central is pretty madness, actually, as long as I'm sure if I do another projection, which I probably will before the end of the year, I'll be pushing Chicago down, but hopefully they can get something going. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no Nashville is hard not to that. It's a full team. It's a full team. Yeah. As long as they, they kind of the keep best, going, you know, one of the best goalies, they got the best defenseman in the NHL. Like, yeah. Yeah. You got a couple well, bests and that's what not? you need. Yeah. A couple guys yeah. who are just like absolutely top tier. So can't, can't be upset about that. 18. So 17, I have the resurging New York Islanders. At 17. Now, nice. uh, it's another team where I think they only have like six home games or something like that. So, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I have them fifth in the Metro here. Uh, they're dropping four spots in the overall standings for me. The I think they'll be right in that bubble. about the Islanders. They have not won a game since November 6th. Ouch. Yeah, hey. Ouch. That's it's rough. so crazy. That's it's an rough. actual month. An it's a actual full month. Full month. They haven't won again. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. They've been just terrible. But yes. I think uh, coaching the Islanders being resilient and stuff like that, I think they'll have, they'll find a way to get back on track and at least get close to making the playoffs here. Uh, but no, I don't think they can get out of the hole truly. It sounds a little I mean, like a tall task. Where you have them is pretty insane. If they can do that, I would be exactly. extremely hey. impressed. I'd be yeah. so impressed yeah, with how the Islanders play if they can somehow yeah. get to that. Bold part. prediction for sure, I, I think, yeah, on that. Is sure. That they can come back and actually be in that bubble. Um, so 16, we're going right back to the Central. Dallas making the playoffs in the fifth spot in the Central at 16th overall. I actually have them, one of my biggest drops, one of my biggest disappointing teams. Dropping 11 spots in the overall rankings simply because at the start of the year I had them. Yeah, you were uh, high on five. Dallas. Yeah, man. And uh, like, if you've been watching them the last couple of weeks, man, you're gonna know why I'm so yeah. high on Dallas. Because if they, I thought they would be playing like that a lot more, if way they, more consistently. If they score, they're a good team. Oh, buddy, they would be fifth overall in the league <laughs> if they played like that all all year. I'm telling you, they're this team's starting to heat up, and I. Uh, I don't see them missing the playoffs. I think they'll find them their their way in. Uh, I think they're real mad that they let Nashville squeeze in. So yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna uh, what is it? Slay the beast? Yeah, you want to call it? Um, fifteen, I guess, is where I'm at. Hey. Yep. Last where uh, I have it in like different settings, <laughs> so I can't. Oh yeah, fifteen. I got going to the metro. So the New York Rangers get that last wild card spot. Get that. They're actually only up one spot in the overall rankings to me. Crazy. Fifteenth uh, overall. I had them missing the playoffs in sixteenth. Was really high on the Metro. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, As that's Rangers are. squeezing, squeezing in in the in the last wild card spot. I think they'll. I think they'll hit some brick walls here and face some adversity and maybe lose a little more games than we might expect just because, well, we we expect what they're doing now. They're going to be almost one of the better teams in the league. So yep. I think they'll just slow down a wee bit. But For sure. Yeah, that's, nice, that's nice. Idea. All right, well, let's throw it over to Jordan. What do you got from 19 to 15? 19 to 15. All right, so 19 I've got 
LA. Interesting. Uh, You're pretty high on that team then. Yeah. Not too high, but like I like this team. I like the direction. I don't think they're quite there, but I think you you know what? That like you can see it. Fair enough. Yep. Which nope. is what I like in this team. And and with Drew Doughty and how he's played yeah, this he's, season, yeah. I really like that. Just got so back. So as long as too, Drew Doughty so... stays healthy, then then I'm pretty Could be a, Yeah, they struggled with a, him out, eh? Yeah, real bad. Could be a second half team. Yeah, that, definitely uh, could be. I'm missing because like they're not a team I've been saying about a second half, but like kind of as in like they'll grow and slightly and get better as the year goes on. There's but, a like, couple of their really guys who are just having second like, half. Yeah, there's a couple guys I really like how they're playing right now on that team. Like Adrian Kempe is really good right now. He's been awesome all season. So mm-hmm. they got a lot mm-hmm. of good two way guys. Something to consider. Quentin Byfield has not touched the NHL yet. Yep, that's true. Imagine he's, he's coming back. He should be yeah, back he's, in a he's month. Be playing AHL minutes now to get his conditioning. Um, back. Well, yeah, the bigger question while we're on that topic, um, because the big question is, is he going to play in the World Juniors? Because he's still eligible. Whether he's going to be healthy enough is the question. Um, yeah, I think it certainly depends on his little stint in the A. And it's then it's very tight. Then. Yeah, it's they say the timeline's very tight for him to make the team, but it's possible. So, yeah. so I guess we'll see with that. But no, uh, high on LA. What do you got next? At eighteen, I've got Detroit. Yeah. At seventeen, I have Nashville. Yeah. At sixteen, I have Dallas. Okay. And yeah. then at fifteen, this one I'm not so sure about. I have St. Louis. Oh, okay. Interesting. I feel like it's a bit low, but I'm. I'm uh, man, like you're pretty much just reading half my list at the time. <laughs> like, uh, but 19, I got Anaheim. Um, I'm even looking at it and might put them at 18, but I'm just gonna leave it for now. I got them 19. Love their young team. We just talked about them. 18, I got Detroit. I think they're finally competitive. Um, these rookies are just like. So good on this team. They make your team so much better. Fighter and Raymond. Yeah, precisely those guys. Um, Yeah, they've clicked. Yeah, love them. Uh, 17, I got Nashville because UC Saros and uh, Roman Yossi are on that team. So they're going to be tight in the playoff race. 16, I got Boston. They got a really tough schedule, but they just know how to get it done when people say they won't. So that's the reason I put them in. They squeeze in like the last playoff spot. So barely make it. And then at 15, I got Pittsburgh. And honestly, I look at this and I wonder if I could have put them higher. But I'm going to put them at 15 because I don't want to have, we don't have a backup goalie. And that's going to hurt us in a lot of games unless we can fix that. And we just haven't been like super stellar. So I don't know. Just a playoff team fits for me. So but that's up to 15 for me. Uh, Chase, what do you got for 14 to 10? No, no, you're not. Got nothing at 14 <laughs> to 10, Chase? I don't you're think all, he knows. Oh, he's muted. Oh, hello. Hi. How's it going? Uh, yeah. So fourteen to ten, getting into these DSS uh, playoff teams. Already talked about Dallas and uh, the Rangers uh, at fourteen. I got uh, Boston squeezing in there. Uh, fourth in the Atlantic, getting that first wild card spot. 
They're actually one of my more disappointing teams this year. I had them fairly, fairly high. I thought their bottom lines would do a heck of a lot better and bring that extra little little punch with guys like Felino Hall and those guys, but a lot of guys have been missing games. Yeah. Sudnika really hasn't stepped up too much. Uh, it's been okay. They haven't really found their lines, honestly. They really haven't found their lines. So yeah, they have not one line. They have one line. That's the issue. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, they dropped like eight spots. They're sitting 14th overall in the first wild card spot. Now at 13, got my boys from the Blues, St. Yeah. Louis. Fourth in the central. They're actually up four spots from my last projection. So they've they've looked very good this year. And honestly, yeah. it could even be higher if they if like let's say a Minnesota falls apart and they end up being amazing. Like I don't know. Uh, anyways, twelve Calgary. Uh, how do you not? Them and uh, Vancouver pretty much swap spots in a sense for me, except I put Calgary a little bit higher than I put Vancouver at the start of the year. Yep. They're up 10 spots. One of my surprising teams sitting at 12th overall. Um, 11, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins. Haven't really moved too much on these guys. Third in the Metro, dropped one spot in my uh, overall ranking. So just so squeezing outside the top 10 now. Yeah, they'll and be in that 10 the, to 16 range, probably. And the the Canadian teams, they're in there. I squeezed them up. Edmonton, second in the 10. Pacific, 10th overall nice. in the league. So we got our happiness of saying our Canadian <laughs> teams are actually top in 10 top teams, 10. which was the goal. Yeah. What I remember people saying at the start of the year was at yep. least or Mick Two. David himself, I think, said, "I want to. We need to be at least a top ten team at the end end of the year to really start being I in this conversation if we want to be serious." So, yeah, Edmonton for sure squeezing that top ten. Love it, love it. Um, uh, Jordan, what do you got there at that fourteen to ten? All right, fourteen to ten. This we're getting. It's interesting. Definitely at fourteen. I've got Anaheim. Wow, really high. Yeah. You got playoff Anaheim. Crazy off Anaheim, yeah, that's insane. I definitely think it's gonna be a big battle between them and St. Louis for for, for the last spot. spot. All right, yeah. all right, there you go. Um, thirteen, I have Pittsburgh. Yeah. At twelve, I have Vegas. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, I, I think makes, it's a bit low, I, but without with the they've the had a lot of injuries, and they'll they'll yeah. be a, yeah. Um. After that, at what was that? 11. 13 was Vegas. Or, yeah, 13 Vegas. Yeah, 12. 12 would be Winnipeg. Yeah. 11 is the Rangers. <laughs> and 10 is Edmonton. Fucking read my list, why don't you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'll quickly go through mine because Jordan just kind of like ruined the last three. So I got Dallas 14. I think it, when their top line produces, that being Pavelski, Rupe, and Robertson, they're a very good team. When it doesn't, they're a very bad team. Um, St. Louis, they're just bigger and stronger than everyone. So I got them at 13. Um, could be a good playoff team. Winnipeg, I got a 12, like Jordan said. Uh, when they try, they're good. 11, Rangers, like Jordan said. Shesterkin covers their defensive holes. That's why I put them so high. And then at 10, Jordan said it. And Chase, Edmonton. 
They make <laughs> the top cool. 10, and literally just because McDavid and Dreisaitl are on that yeah, team. Take them out, and they'd be a bad person. Yeah, that like, yeah, bad team. <laughs> Their defense definitely could use some help. That's for one sure. But Yeah, they got through that nurse uh yep. injury not too too terribly I, i'm not just great, saying but playoff wise if they want success playoffs yeah. they need to pick up an rd man who's like good a and D knows man. what to do a real d man a real defense who can <laughs> actually defend <laughs> a Mirko muller <laughs> yeah Mirko muller oh the yeah. swiss legend that is Mirko. oh muller. he's playing Love. pretty good this year yeah man I remember looking yeah no. <laughs> Anyways, Chase, do you want to give your nine to five and then your dolly? I will hit the nine to five. Let's get grinding. Let's go to the Atlantic third spot. The Toronto Maple Leafs Ooh. Our two big Canadian teams in the top 10 at nine and 10. Not giving them much more than that. Sorry, boys. Just so getting there. They're up two spots for my last prediction at the start of the year. Washington. Let's go there. Metro second overall. In the old Metro, sorry, not overall. Overall is eighth. Eighth <laughs> overall, they're up one spot from last. Uh, just, yeah, nothing but uh, doing exactly what I thought they would. Maybe a little yep. bit more. For sure. Seventh overall, Minnesota. Nice. Third in the Central. They are my most surprising team. 13 spots they jumped up. Oh, boy, Ryan Hartman, I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> uh, let's go to – let's stay in the Central. Hit the Jets. Let's get flying. Six overall. They actually dropped four spots to me. I really was hoping they were going to have an epic season. It's not going to be epic. They still kind of – the Jets, we all slightly know. They yeah. like to have those two weeks or weeks where they just are a different team. They don't so try. They <laughs> They don't show up some nights. Yeah, so they are not going to get first in the Central. Um, Now I go back to the Pacific. They, and I'm I'm going with Vegas. Like, I can't knock over Vegas. Uh, Fifth overall, I I love this team. They've been playing way, they're like Colorado in a sense. They've been playing really good through a lot of injuries and stuff like that. So when you do that, to me, you're, you shoot up everywhere because that's, once you get full health and things start clicking, you're just going to win every game in a row for like six or seven games. Your last sure. 10 games will look like oh. eight, one and one or something like that yeah. instead of like your middling 500 like it was all season. So for sure. looking for that. Uh, yeah, they moved up two spots, actually. Um, I had them lower. I had them at seventh overall at the nice. start of the year, but pushing them up a couple of spots. I think they'll really start tearing it up. We got a lot of. A lot of time yet. Got an Olympic break. Got a Christmas break. Lots of cool things to happen to just basically kind of switch a season around here. So, yeah, for that's sure. My, There's your that's my fifth. fifth pick there. So, Jordan, what do you got for your nine to five? Nine to five. Here we go. Um, low on my list, in my opinion. At nine, I've got Colorado. Uh, yeah, maybe, no, but no. I don't, I don't disagree completely, but uh, why, why is that? Can that. you explain why you have them lower? Um, I think a lot of it just comes down to unfortunate injury timing. Yep. You know, obviously losing McKinnon is going to be a blow regardless. Yeah. Well, he's back. He's on. He's back now, luckily, but yeah, definitely it was a big blow. 
I just I also feel like this is a kind of team that is comfortable saving their energy for the playoffs. Yep. Because they're so good that they can't afford to. No, I yeah, you guys are gonna like gasp at all mine in my next picks, so I can't really say shit. Um but anyways. Um following them at eight, I have Minnesota. Nice. And then at seven I've got Toronto. Nice. Oh boy. Which is the second highest Canadian team. Following them is Calgary. At six. At yeah. six, yeah. And then sadly at fifth I've got my Washington. Which I say sadly, but that's still pretty still fucking good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um Okay. What am I talking about? I have Winnipeg higher than those other Canadian teams. I don't even think of Winnipeg as a Canadian team. They're a real hockey team. They can actually win a Stanley Cup. Or guys uh, get. <laughs> I'm no. sorry, Winnipeg. I yeah. I just I don't like when they don't show up because you do that once in the playoffs and you're fucked. Yeah. Exactly. The way they play. Yeah. Yeah. You could be playing the worst team that makes the playoffs, and if you play that way, you're not going to make the playoffs. Yep, yeah, exactly. That is, yeah, <laughs> literally. So, no, um, yeah, I'll jump into mine. I'm going to preference these before I say them because there's going to be a lot of big teams you're going to hear early. This is regular season finish. I'm not saying this is not my, like, favorites to win the cup at all. This is just how I think they'll finish regular season. Number nine, I have Tampa. Reasoning. They don't care... If they're first or 16th, as long as they're in the playoffs and they're going to make noise. So it's the same as like your Colorado argument, but Tampa have been, they have two of their, their two best players are injured right now in Kucherov and Point. I think they're going to lose a couple games. We got the best goalie in the world, though. They're just going to make playoffs and make sure they get in comfortably. Number eight, I got Vegas. Again, health. I think they're not going to be healthy in time to just get a little bit higher, but again, could be such a big threat in the playoffs. Seven, I've got Calgary. I love this team, how it's been playing. I was not expecting it one bit, especially under a Daryl Sutter team. But they're going to yeah. be so tough to break. They're already so tough to break down and really tough to outwork. So love yeah, that team. imagine once he gets them to grit themselves in the playoffs. Oh, right? They're already doing it. They throw some of the most hits in the NHL. So, yeah, I love that. Six, I've got Colorado. And again, it's just the health issues. Their depth isn't the greatest either for the regular season. Um, but I, they're absolutely terrifying when they have the full team, like most scary team. And then in fifth, I've got Minnesota. I am all in on this team. I think this team scores with abundance. I think Kirill Kaprizov is arguably can, should be in talks for the MVP of the year. Um, the way he's, grinding this team changed their team overnight it seems like so i would definitely give him mvp votes and this and like chase said about ryan hartman like he's actually a top six center and he's dope <laughs> so no love it i know a lot of big teams there but injuries and uh, the other teams i have above are just better regular season teams so chase do you want to get into your final four teams yeah yeah the final four so tampa bay let's go to the atlantic i got them right where i had them at the start of the season not moving at fourth uh love tampa bay they've been yeah. kind of a lot of situations just playing way better than you'd yes. think they should be playing with yeah. injuries and stuff For like sure. that so 
Uh, once you get healthy, it'll be hard not to do swell. And then I'll kick it to the Metro Carolina Hurricanes, top of the Metro. I got them moving up five spots in the overall standings, hitting at that three spot. Um, yeah, just just better, better yeah. than you thought. We went into the year, I thought they'd be first in the Metro, but I didn't think they could push that close to like the actual top five of the league. And they they're going to do that, that's for sure. So I got them third. Uh, we'll kick it back to the Central. And weirdly enough, I'm going with Colorado at first in the Central, second overall in the league. Um, I was not super high on this team in going in as in. I was kind of thinking like they were just talking how like, oh, there's injuries, all this whiz, that, and it's just not going well. Who cares if how high you are, you know? Like yeah. I feel that's, that's how I was thinking when I came in. But they're playing way better without their team. So, like, if they ever healthy at any point throughout this year, which I'm sure they will, like I said, there's several breaks going on. Um, it's They're going to figure it out. It's going to be hard not to be the best team in the league for, like, two months, and they're yeah. going to push themselves back yeah. up. McKinnon so, think, looks uh, driven as hell right now. Watching him against Philly yesterday, oh, my God. Yeah, and the way I see it is maybe it'll be like a – like kind of like Pittsburgh was there just – all of a sudden the last two months or last month they're just like psychotically yes. good you yeah. know yeah. and that's just what well they were that last year too like, that's exactly what colorado like really, did last year too though yeah. they made yeah. the... really looking like they're gonna ramp up towards getting closer to the playoffs so i like that uh and then the top team in the league didn't change for me at all i got florida sitting at number one all day gonna be the all best right. team they're gonna end up with that president's trophy yep one Hundred percent, four thousand percent, hundred four thousand percent. Well, I disagree so, with that, but so uh, yeah, that's what I got. The old Sweet. Florida. Florida's your best one. team. Interesting. Well, Jordan, what do you got for your top four teams? Yeah, I. This is an interesting one. I have. I'm missing a team for whatever reason. <laughs> Why am I missing a team? I've named every team. Uh, if I'll just go through and I'll yeah, I'll just go through it if you, if you yeah, figure it. I I've got be. Florida. So this, I guess, is my top three. I've got Florida, and at, then Carolina. at three or one. At three. Okay. Okay. Florida yeah. at three. Florida at three. Carolina at two, and then Tampa Bay at one. Did you say Toronto? I did, yes. You you did okay. So yeah, Toronto say, was a behind Calgary. Toronto's behind Calgary. I don't have no idea what team. Do you, did you say no Washington? Idea. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, remember. at five. Yeah, he said at five. Yeah, okay, okay. Unless you missed the team like bottom, that's like surprising. Did you say Seattle? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, Jets, Rangers. I didn't hear Carol, Rangers. I've got the right number of teams, so I must have just missed up my counting somewhere. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So my so, top four then in that case is Washington, Florida, Carolina, and that number one Tampa Bay. Okay. Fair there, enough. You there you go. Um, decent, decent. Yeah, no, I got four. I got Washington. 
they just dominate the regular season. They yeah, always it's hard seem to, to put them at the top five, isn't it? Yeah, just for regular season. Like, don't remember yeah, when exactly. playoffs come. I'm definitely not betting yeah, money on that team. But go first round. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I still put them at eight. So, like, I don't know. I wasn't feeling them too high to give them a top five. Yeah, I I just think they they know how to play regular season so well. Um, number three, I've got the Toronto. Um, I think they're just so good in the regular season. I don't think people give them credit for the regular season because of their playoff issues. And not to diminish their playoff issues, but this is regular season. They're very good at it. Jack Campbell is playing out of his skin. He can play that well until at least Mrazic's back and stays healthy, hopefully. Then this team should be a top three. Matthews lighting up Marner, obviously. Number two, I got Florida. I love this Florida team, but and I was so close to putting them first. I think they're the deepest team in the NHL uh, at every position, too. I don't think there's a single spot where you could say they're not better than other teams. Um, I got nothing but good things to say. Aaron Eckblad's having a Norris season. Like, love it. But number one, I got Carolina. Every team I've heard talk about who is the best team in the NHL, they've all said Carolina. Who's the toughest team they've had to play? They've all said Carolina. Who's the best coach they've played? It's Rob Brindamore. So it's hard not to put them first when the NHL players, teams, coaches, general managers, and analysts and such all say that Carolina is. I'm going to lean in the majority. <laughs> so I don't blame you. They're fucking good. So good. And I thought they weren't going to be this good with losing Dougie, but oh boy, they proved me wrong. I guess Tony D'Angelo can be useful. <laughs> so that's just crazy. But that's our power rankings. Do you guys have any notes you want to put with the power rankings? Like any notable teams uh, to mention quick? Yeah, actually, do you guys have like what would lay out as like your playoff? Uh, Like what your playoffs would line up then after with these standings because um, I'll, I'll hit you with my uh yeah I playoffs because with my predictions um i'll kick it to the pacific in the west uh vegas would play the st louis blues which would be the first wild card team yeah um then the battle of alberta would happen in the yeah. old pacific so that would yeah. be unreal uh, so pretty crazy first round with Vegas, St. Louis, Calgary, Edmonton, and then in the central got Colorado and Dallas with Dallas being the wild card two, Colorado being the number one team. And then Winnipeg and Minnesota would be the other matchup there, nice. which, wow, that would be quite the, actually the, all, all four of those are just yeah, insane. I love how. I love how that's how it is nowadays. Uh, the first round is just madness. Madness, good. Um, uh, but yeah, let's go to the East. Go to the Metro. And the Carolina Hurricanes will be playing the Boston Bruins. Hit yeah. that. Yeah. And then Ovi and Crosby matchup. Yeah, which love is that. That would be crazy. Classic, classic. Uh, those guys are sitting in 2-3 in the... Metro, uh, and then two three in the Atlantic will be Toronto and Tampa. So Tampa with the series too. Like that would be intense, man. For Toronto to try to win, like 
That's where I would give Toronto a long time. Know what? If that happens and Toronto plays Tampa first round or Florida, frankly, more or less Tampa though, I'm I'm willing to give them a bye if they lose again in the first round. Mm -hmm. Like I'll joke about like everyone. But I'd put a small amount of money, like if it was cheap, like if their team was cheap at like a draft or something. Like that. Or something. Yeah, uh, they really low yeah, odds. I'd almost, I'd almost take them to win, win yep. the cup or go to the final or something, just because just, those are the types of teams you play at the you, start to win. If cups. you like, beat, you play the if they, teams yeah, you beat them one. early, you're you got good momentum for the rest of the finals. Yeah, so yeah. you never have an easy, easy round when it comes to the for playoffs. Sure. Like what happened last year, if they. Tampa ran into Florida the first game. Like they should have lost that yeah. round, probably. You know, like yeah. that's how close that was. You that know? was like, a, that was probably the best series of the playoffs. Was that exactly? Hey. So exactly. No, absolutely. So you I, need good stiff competition off the start. If it really helps, I think. Yes, it, it does. You got to be the best the teams through. eventually. You got to beat them eventually. So yeah, um, and it's easier to do it off the start because then they don't seem so hard. Up. Yes, yeah, <laughs> true. Um, if those good teams get rolling or Vasilevsky does, yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So the last matchup would be Florida and the Rangers, which would be, be actually probably an insane, interesting. Florida match. would dismantle that team so bad. Oh my god! Yeah, they probably would, but it would be high flying. Oh, hockey, the games would be, be finishing seven to five. <laughs> but but it would be great especially um, if spencer knight's in there it's yeah a seven oh. five finish every time you play no so, kidding it depends on if he wins or not i don't know but oh. yeah they're always high scoring but nope yeah, yeah those it are some like awesome series some crazy matchups i think like, no matter what happens we will um i've got my playoffs actually too uh to start i'm gonna start in the east i've got boston and carolina as well um, nice that's just First to worst, pretty much, is how it works out for me. Uh, in next, I've got Florida versus Pittsburgh. So, yikes, that would be terrifying Ooh. if that happened. Oh, yeah. So, like, your wildcard teams cross over to each, each other's divisions. Yeah, they do. Yeah. My wildcards so do. Weird, Pittsburgh so and Boston weird. do. Yeah. So, um, And then next, I've got Washington to play uh, the Rangers. Which I think Washington would actually like work that team. That yeah, happens. probably. So, so maybe you'd have a chance, Jordan, if you play the Rangers. <laughs> um, and then in the other East, I also got Toronto and Tampa. Like, oh, that series will be hell, <laughs> hell for, for both. Um, moving to the West, I've got Dallas playing. Oh wait, wait, you have ta- Toronto ahead of Tampa, so Toronto's I do. Got home Toronto ice, would have home ice though. Yep. Ooh. So, Ooh, see, I don't have that going on. That'd I be, still have that, an that ending the exact same way, though. I bet though, <laughs> with Tampa winning in six or seven. Yeah, so. yeah no, I ain't giving you predictions to this town. Because no, I'm not. But twenty-five games. We'll do that. that. Let's do that more like after the season when we know who's playing each other, because it means yeah, nothing. Yeah, let's do that after the playoffs when we know who won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an idiot. <laughs> exactly. We'll get them all right. Um, in the West, though, I got Dallas playing Minnesota in the first round. So I got Minnesota as my best West team, which is hilarious. I've got St. Louis playing Colorado. Oh, yeah, I'm those go- are tough. Oh yeah, and then I got Winnipeg playing. Or sorry, no, I wouldn't have. Uh, that's a lie. I would not have St. Louis playing. Colorado, I'd have him playing Calgary. 
because Colorado and Minnesota are in the same division. Um, Colorado would play Winnipeg, and then it would be Vegas and uh, Edmonton. Wow. So That's quite the four, man. Vegas and Edmonton would be pretty crazy. It would be pretty nuts, and it'd suck that they'd have to play McDavid just because of injuries off start. But know how awesome it would be to see Eichel versus McDavid? Exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah. That would be oh. crazy. And then if somehow like Edmonton wins and then Calgary wins and Battle of Alberta, that'd be great. I want to see like some configuration of that. That'd be amazing. Whether it's Battle of Alberta first and then it's Eichel versus McDavid or vice versa. But nope, those are all my uh, my formats. I got Nashville and Detroit just missing. Um or some other Minnesota is my biggest surprise, as they should be for probably everybody. Um, crazy good. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I Islanders my, are, uh... and the Flyers are probably my biggest downfall surprise. Or Vancouver, I had them pretty high too. So yeah, yeah I'll rip up my top five disappointed and surprises. I guess uh, I had Philly uh, number one, like. Dropping like twelve spots. Yeah, not 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 good. Uh, <laughs> Dallas dropping a bunch. They may may still be in the playoffs, but they disappointed me. As in, I, ho- I was hoping, really shoot for the moon, hoping they were gonna have like a full season. Yeah, top, uh, Vancouver, top five. So yeah, yeah, Vancouver. Uh, obviously disappointing. Dropping a whole bunch. I don't have them finishing very high. Boston, another disappointment, just because I had a lot of faith in them at the start of the year. And yep. Montreal was the last one dropping six spots, um, which is kind of yeah. crazy. They made that list because I already had them quite low at like yeah, first, and they dropped to twenty seventh. They but were just enough to make the top five, so that's not. Yeah, no, nope, definitely. But the big ones to point out of that is Philly dropping three uh, spots in their division. I have them last in that division now. Just completely, everything falls apart. Is what I'm going for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, my surprising teams are obviously Minnesota, 13 spots up. Calgary, 10 spots up. Detroit, 10 spots up. Like, just yeah. way better than, well, I guess not way better than I was. I really wanted us to lose for some reason <laughs> at the start of the year. Because um, Shane Wright wanted that Shane Wright. Oh, it would have been nice. Uh, then Nashville and the Ducks round out my other two surprising teams as Nashville's I got them up seven spots. Yeah, and, they're playing a lot better than uh, I thought they would. And the Ducks up five spots. So, yep. Awesome. Just so missing the playoffs, the old uh, Nashville Predators. Like, I wonder if they'll be able to pull this off. Like, pull it off last year, I guess. So, for sure. Um, cool. Well, that's our power rankings, anyways. Uh, if you need to, if you want to check them out, check them out on our Twitter. Um, we'll probably have all of them out there. We'll send them over to Chase, and he can post them all. Um, but let's just get in some news because we're winding down on time. So we'll just close out on some news around the league and discussions. So let's start off with the Leafs versus Jets game because that's relevant in what's going on. So in that game, Blake Wheeler plays his thousandth game. So that's awesome. Hats off to Wheeler for playing so, so many games, even though he's probably not NHL caliber anymore. Um, but let's get into this. Whoa, what did you just say? You Are know you who me, did man? hit a thousand and more <laughs> uh, than NHL caliber? Who's that? The greatest NHL player of all time, Louis Louis Erickson. Erickson. Yes, I did see that. 1, yeah. games. 
Yeah, you can say that about him. You can't say that about Wheeler, man. That's going uh, a little far. Okay, okay. Out of the league, a little far. Tops out of the top six. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. Yeah. Maybe. No, I say a hundred percent. If you've watched him play this year, he is the most useless captain in the NHL right now. Statistically, yeah, he could be a lot better. Oh, oh, like so much better. So, so I'm very disappointed yeah. in his yeah. play, as you can tell. Um. He's not scored. I think he scored once or twice this year already. Um, that's it. Yeah, he doesn't and seem to score. He definitely lost his scoring because he, he lost his scoring able to big score time. Goals his, before, but he's all he's just awful the five on five. Yeah, he's no goals. Sorry, he's zero goals and twelve assists. But yeah, like last year, I don't think he, he, yeah, he's been just trouble with goals. Yeah. But he's yeah, never. He hasn't been good now. five on five either. Like it's he struggles five on five and can't defend. So I don't know. I just don't past couple of years have really soured me on Blake Wheeler, but uh, let's talk about the suspensions that game because there's one that was already given out and one that might happen. So let's talk about the ones given out. Neil Pionk has suspended two games for kneeing Rasmus Sandin. Uh, you guys know how I feel about kneeing. If you listen to the podcast, I think that was, yeah, two games at least. I think that was such a dirty play. Sandin's hurt now, um, and it looked bad. It looked really painful. He looked like in a lot of pain. It's not as bad as it looked. It isn't? Okay, that's that's good Thankfully. at least. Yeah, um, it's just, yeah, I, I hate that so much. And yeah. I'm glad glad he suspended. I like Pionk as a player, but just very bad decision there to do that. Um, leading into retaliation on this hit, Jason Spezza is to have an in-person hearing for his knee to Neil Pionk. Um, it's not a, your standard knee, but it was over the top. I was surprised to see Spezza of all players go kind of like boil over and see steam out of his nose, his ears and yeah. stuff, right? Like yeah, that, that was the more shocking of it. When Pionk was like falling down the ground, he was skating full blast to hit him, lean down as low as he could and end up kneeing him in the chest basically and the head as well a little bit in the head it it looks um, it, yeah it's important to note that uh pionk is also now on concussion protocol so he's gonna yeah. miss three games yeah that sucks so no it's i didn't like either play um yeah i understood yeah. spetz's mentality of getting back but i didn't like how he did it yeah, you can protect your guys in a much better way. Um, yeah, like if he was standing up or like slouched over looking at the puck and got absolutely lit up, I would have no issues. But he was on he was falling down, Spezza probably had enough time to skate around him. And just not a fan of that type of stuff here and there. Like stand up yeah. for your teammates, but there is a line. Yeah. Don't cross it. Get in his face, talk some shit. Like there's plenty of other things. Yeah, hit him clean. If you want to fight him and like you absolutely blow him out of the water, then great. I'm fine with that. But yeah, it's even better. When you're taking advantage of vulnerable positions and hits and stuff, it's I don't like it. It makes me cringe and worry Agreed. instantly. Uh, but let's let's get into uh, just a couple more stuff around the league, and then we'll finish off with the injury corner. Uh, let's talk about Montreal and some good news as they claim Kale Clegg off waivers from the LA Kings. Uh, 
kind of surprising. <laughs> yeah, it blew me away a bit. Um, hey, Seattle, how's it going over there? Have fun. <laughs> yeah, why didn't Seattle just not like, have uh, him on your roster for some reason? Yeah, no, don't wouldn't love wanna, that. Wouldn't want to suffocate him in the AHL. Hey, like, yeah, oh, it's what a sad thing that happens to most players. Like, yeah. No, it's I, I. This makes sense for Habs to claim him. Hopefully, he plays well and gets some minutes. He's been such a weird player this year, being a fringe guy, not good enough for the NHL, but not. Well, I'm sure he'll end up on waivers and get claimed back by probably the Kings. Something after will happen. Somebody after Joel Edmondson comes back or something. Unless unless Califag just lights it up and they can send Romanov down, because I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Get, wouldn't get claimed so if he's better than romanov send romanov to well the romanov might still be under his two-way contract is he i think so maybe. that's why okay. I, you send romanov yeah, down hence hence that maybe he plays well and get, takes a spot um or or they can trade Sherrod, right like they probably yeah. will at the deadline, yeah they're talking so. about that quite a bit so sounds like they want a first farm but that's other news. Um, let's go over to Robin Leonard quickly. Uh, he turned down the opportunity to play in the Olympics this winter. I'm not that Sit surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised he said no. These protocols that they're asking for this are absolutely ridiculously insane. Like, Yeah, and Leonard's already a guy who struggled. Yeah, he already, issues. yes, big time mm-hmm. with exactly. isolating. Hey. It makes the most sense, and I suppose. Yeah. obviously support him with this we all do as a hockey community yeah, it makes I think sense it's, i think it's a great decision it allows him to focus on himself and his career yeah and vegas too because he probably wants to put most of his, his well, brain I mean, on right? that too he, he right put his brain back on the hockey like and not worry about international yeah. things yeah exactly worry about yeah, he's probably team, looking so. at that looking at that more of a break than uh the yep, olympics probably right now for once yep for sure and so, like, that's just – it's a little disappointing. You won't get to see him play. But at yeah. this point, we don't know if any NHLers are going to be going. Like, it's a, a real possibility that they might pull out. I don't think so, but still, yeah, like, still it, a possibility. Even, like, po- even politically, it's a good idea. Like, yeah. to take a stand, it's, it's like a legit thing to take a stand and yeah. say you're not going because but of, I, I've of heard, reasons. Yeah, the players, just though. just not say why. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, but the players have come out and said they are still all in on Olympics. They say oh, sure. they don't care if they're missing three weeks right after the Olympics. They want to go. So that's huge. A lot of teams have questions, but we'll figure out that news more. Yeah, they have to comes. say that they want to go because if they, they lobby any sort of incline that they won't, they're not then, going. They're not going. Then they won't go. They'll they'll shut it down instantly because it's already pretty pretty dangerous. Well, to do it right and now, so. but know what though? A couple players were asked like personally by some other guys, and it was told like on certain podcasts I heard it on. Like Elliot Friedman was talking to a couple players that might not even make the team, and they said, "No, we want to go. Like we want the chance to make the team and go." So they're all for in. Sure, uh, sure. Slide over to Dallas and talk about this. It's kind of already common knowledge but they've wanted to put it out there so maybe get more offers uh anton hudobin is on the trade block so especially with how holtby and ottinger are playing it's kind of hard to not put them on the block and get that three million almost four million dollars off the books so do you guys have any teams that might look good and hudobin might look good on off the top of your head (laughs) 
I don't mind Edmonton all year. So no, yeah, I like I like Edmonton probably the most. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if we had more cap, then I would like him as a backup. <laughs> yeah, but definitely. that'd be sweet. I'll just trade him for uh, Casey to Smith. Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, we were talking about Chase. Like he's like, would you rather have Dustin Tokarski on Casey to Smith's deal or Casey to Smith on Tokarski's deal? And I, I'd take Tokarski over on the one point five over the to Smith on the eight hundred k or whatever it is. So. No, um, I would l- gladly take Hudobin with Jari. I think that tandem would do so good in the playoffs. So love that. Um, uh, yeah. Other than that, just like unless teams want to pay like Buffalo or Ottawa to get a goalie, you know, like yeah. do they really feel like I don't know? Maybe they have an extra prospect or something that is keen on Dallas's eyes. Right. And maybe. Maybe they'll make that sort of deal. I don't know what exactly Dallas is looking for. Like from what I understand, they simply got all these goalies Caps just base. to be able to be sure that they would have a, a good tandem yeah you know? yeah well and they have now four. That they know they know they know they have at least their good tandem in ottinger and hopefully now yeah. they can make moves i don't think they i don't think it matters what they get back like it could be a pick it could be i don't think they care be something they want as long as they don't have to retain money i think they're happy yeah yeah um final point of news and then we'll finish off with the injury corner uh arizona have there was rumors going around that they were going to relocate to houston but they have came out and denied these rumors um listen for everyone thinking that they're going to be going to either houston or quebec arizona they're they're not moving until there is no option left in arizona unless no team will own them in arizona that's the only yeah, way they relocate. Enough market. That's the only reason the Jets are a franchise right now. Because Atlanta, nobody wanted to own the Thrashers in Atlanta. Yeah, so they actually gave up on them. They actually had to give up on them. Arizona is the exact same thing. Unless there's no options and they don't get this arena figured out. And like absolute worst case, they're not going anywhere. They want Arizona to be a successful hockey market. So just wanted to put a little pause on those rumors, at least for people, because we yeah. know, and if, we know like Gary Bettman. And there is a good area, like a good area for hockey community there in Arizona. Yep. So you just got to get the right, close to that If it's area, in uh, Tempe, yeah, they need an arena yeah. in Tempe, and that's it. And then they're better, a lot better than they are. But uh, – that's all the news I got for around the league this week. So I'm going to throw it over to Jordan. We're going to close out with the injury corner here. All right. So let's start with Chris Drieger. He has a lower body injury, but there's no timetable as of yet. Yeah. Yet uh, again, on IR, so at least a week. Yeah, it's rough. I hate how much he gets injured. Yeah. Uh, Brett Pesci and Tony D'Angelo are both both placed on COVID protocol, so they'll be out at least until the 9th. Sorry, you said who in Tony D'Angelo? Brett Pesci. Brett Pesci. That's rough. Two big... Yeah. That's their top four on their right-hand side. Exactly, yeah. So that's, that's rough. That's bad. Uh, Ryan Murray is going to be out until January with a lower body injury. Yeah, that one so kind of sucks a for a depth lefty there. Yep. Um, 
Francois, he is going to be out until mid-December with an ankle injury. So that's a big blow for the goalie. He's got to stop getting injured, man. Did he even come back? Like, geez, I don't man. even know if he did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. hot, hot take. I don't know if Francois is capable of being a Colorado's goalie. Yeah. I, it's not that he's not talented. I think he's awesome. I think he's a great backup. Yeah, he's injured far too much for that team. Yep. It's different if he if you have a reliable guy who doesn't get injured a lot as your starter. But when your goalies are oh. Kemp, Kemp, him and Kemper, I don't know how you can sustain two injury-prone guys. You need one to always be yeah. fail-safe healthy. Oh, man. Do they have any cap? Can they take Kudobin? Like, geez, maybe this is a team that has to bite the bullet and just pay for another goalie because if they it's get rid of Eric Johnson, which they doesn't I think they should. It's hard. He pizza three to yesterday. He's not bad. He he's not, not bad. great. He's he's not great. He's been playing pretty good for the team, I think, this I year. Thought so. he was pretty bad, Frank, the past couple weeks, honestly. He pizza like three against Philly. Yeah, he's definitely not worth six million dollars. If you can year. get rid of that, you do it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Sure. I said that a couple of years ago exactly. So, so, but I know it's going to be tough, but, yeah, no, but whatever. Yeah, how do you even pay for another goaltender if you're up Honest, Colorado? Well, though? you might be able to because of, well, like, depending on when they're coming back. Like, let's say come the trade deadline, one of them's injured again that's out for a while. They both make a decent amount yeah. of money. Like, um where is there? Kemper makes three and a half. Francois makes two. Like you could definitely get probably someone on a deal. Someone. So, uh, sorry, Jordan. You can continue. No, that's okay. JT Comfer is out till mid December with an upper body injury. Yeah, that sucks. He's having a good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bertuzzi's on COVID protocol, so he's going to be out until mid December. Stupid protocol. The only only unvaccinated player, though, so not surprised yeah. he's on protocol. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nudavara is going to be out until early April with a lower Ouch. body injury. Oh, that's rough. He's a yep. decent depth player. Well, looks like we know Florida is going to trade for a defenseman or two at the deadline. Yeah, because that's a long time. Yeah, that's like most half playoffs, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh, he might barely make it back. When did when around. did you say he's coming? I thought you said February. You said April. Early April. Oh my god. April. Yeah. yeah. That's like second, third round, that's typically. Like, that's almost cup final, isn't it? Early April, I think, is like just the very end of the season. I don't know how the season goes with it being compressed and different this year, so but anyways, that's tough. They'll probably make a move yeah. to help fix that sooner than later. Continuing on Florida, um Barkov is on IR. So he'll be out until at least the 10th of December. That's uh, not that bad. Nope. His progress has looked very good. He's That's awesome. He got on the ice for the first time again on Monday. So I don't think it's too bad. Nope. He'll be back soon enough. So. Yep. Um, Sammy Niku and Gallagher are both on COVID protocol till yeah. December 11th. They're being closely monitored by uh, the team doctors. Are they, they have COVID then? They're not just on protocol? Based I'm not on sure. that, based on I'm not based on them being monitored, being I would assume they have it, yeah, and not and not like just are. Somebody who tested positive. Well, I I imagine, yeah, yeah, they could be. Yeah, but I don't that's know. this protocol stuff. 
I hate talking about COVID protocol roll call. It's so annoying. Yeah. But it has um, to be a another tough injury. Pinto is going to be out until early April as well. Yeah. Upper body. Yep. Shoulder. I bet, isn't it? I'm not certain. If it's the same injury he's been caused, it's a shoulder. Yeah, oh boy. We were talking about him yesterday too. Fuck that guy. Just lemon. Hope he can yeah. get healthy. I like him as a player. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Nate Thompson's going to be out until early January with a shoulder injury. Yeah, it's so just a depth blow. Depth blow. Uh, Rust on IR with a lower body injury, so he'll be out until at least the 10th. He'll be gone longer than that. <laughs> it's Rust. Yeah, unfortunately. He's always out, man. Um, One thing I will say, if, play- if Pittsburgh's not looking super strong come playoff or trade deadline, look at him being traded. Yeah. He's the first name on the list that'll be traded as a penguin. So hopefully Clem he can come Clawson. back. Sorry. No, it's okay. Clem Clawson is out until uh the end of December with an upper body injury. Oh, not Clem. Well, yep. Man, I'm guy. waiting for that guy to fucking make St. Louis for like four years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finally, cool. hey, it's cool. Finally makes it and he's injured. Hopefully he can cut him back and still have a spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, James Neal is placed on IR, so he'll be out until at least the 19th of December. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I honestly man. forgot he was still in the NHL. Oh, <laughs> I forgot he signed that. a one-year deal. The real <laughs> deal, James Neal. The, the Wait, what team is to, he on? What team is he on? I might have to knock St. Louis down a few He's pegs. Yeah. Might have to might have to knock him down a few pegs. Yeah, blues. with that's all these Klim and James that's Neal a, injuries. Yeah, those are big injuries. Huge blows to the major core of the team. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, James yeah. Neal, like, coolest guy. <laughs> He's the real deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Rasmus Sandin suffers a lower body oh, injury. Yeah. We For, all being too small. <laughs> For being too small. Thankfully, <laughs> the uh, timeline is two to three weeks. It could have been a season ender. So Yeah, thank God, that. because that looked really bad. Yeah, I was it looked worried. really bad. He's had a good season, too. I've been quite impressed with how he's played. He stepped up and... Oh, yeah, didn't look good. Didn't look good. A little bit of funny news because this is the only team that this would happen to. Uh, Mitch Marner is placed on IR. <laughs> because of he, his own teammate. Yeah, he collided with Jake Muzzin in practice. <laughs> no, what's even funnier? That's the second time it's happened this season. Same player, oh, too. Fuck. Same two players. Oh, fuck. Um, Yeah, Chase, I, I need to give you an apology, I think about Toronto's defense. And I said, you're crazy for saying they shouldn't have traded for Jake Muzzin. And, oh boy. If there's one player that you can definitely say bad things about on their defense, (laughs) he is probably number two on that list behind Justin Hall. But I I don't know what happened. Like, it, last year's injury seems to have changed him. He yeah, does not I mean, look like the same Muzzin that's that scary, that's sound defensively, that's he's yeah, getting turnstiled a lot more. He's they they yeah. made a move uh like like a like a win now move. Yes, they did. When you when you just started getting good. Like a that's what you did. You're gonna bite the bullet now because this guy's gonna be falling off for the rest of his career unless he can at least stay this good. Yeah. Uh, or 
it's, yeah, it's just it's not looking great. I think he's got he's capable of turning it around. Absolutely, I know that. But as of today, that's a player I would look at and be slightly worried in the future. Yeah, he needs to step it up a bit more. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, sorry, Jordan. You can continue. No, Is there okay. any more? Uh, just a few more. We've got Tyler Toffoli. He's listed as week to week with an upper body injury. There wasn't much detail on it. Yeah, um, that's not too bad. I mean, the Habs are bad, so yeah, at least the Habs aren't in a position where his goal yeah, scoring is going to bite him. Exactly. So hopefully he's back. I love Toffoli. Um, one that I was happy to to see that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Uh, Shesterkin. He's going to miss at yeah. least three games with a lower body injury. He, I don't know if you saw the clip, he sprawled to make a save against San Jose and they kind of piled on him, yeah. you know, as it happens. Yeah. Um, and afterward, he was just unable to put any weight on his right leg. And he yeah, had to come it, was, off. it was really worrying. That gets for playing so good. That's what you get for carrying your whole defense. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, oh, uh, are you just gonna do this all year? Like, everybody gets hurt. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> Bobro- no. I've only seen Bobrovsky do this. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, never true. seen anybody else do that. <laughs> no, he- Travis Dermott is out with a shoulder injury. However, there isn't a timeline as of yet. Hopefully, he's back. He's having a good year. Actually, I I gave him a lot of shit for when they signed the deal and everything. Like, that was a lot of money for a guy. Well, I say a lot of money, but... The old Terminator. Yeah, but he's he's turning out pretty good. Um, I mean, I like him better than Hall and Muzzin right now, so... (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, Uh, Finally, an update. Jack Eichel. He has been cleared for everything but contact. Yes. So he he will join Vegas in about three weeks. Yeah, he's already on the ice. He's been on the ice for a couple weeks now. And oh boy, that put a smile on my face seeing him skate and do some strides up and down the ice. Looking looking good. Looking like he's coming back and he look he he looks like that surgery went very, very well. And know what makes it yeah. Um, It's important to note that Tyler Johnson is now, Oh yeah, he's out for the season. He's going through yeah, he's out for the season and he's going through the same injury as uh, or the same surgery, sorry. Oh, Jack is Eichel he? Underwent. Nice. He's yeah. now the second NHL player that's, to have an artificial disc replacement. It sucks that he's injured all year, but that's awesome that like Jack Eichel already is influencing other players to yeah. say let's get it. So, I love exactly. that. I've not had an issue with this surgery from the day I heard yeah, the doctor it, explain it to me. Um, isn't it weird that uh, we just didn't hear about that? Hey, the old Tyler yeah. Johnson thing just all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, Tyler Johnson is also out for a little bit getting the same surgery. Like, Didn't right know Kevin Adams worked the I PR department it, for Chicago. When I heard that, I heard about the Tyler Johnson news the day Eichel skated. And I was like... So yeah. that's what they were waiting for. Eichel went and skated, and he was like, yeah, don't yep. even worry about it, TJ. And TJ's like, sweet up, doing it then. <laughs> yeah, man, love it. And it's awesome that that's becoming actual surgery because I know that can be a big issue for a lot of people. Well, and, the, and, and it can happen. Is rehabbing it the way Buffalo wanted instead would have taken at least a full season. Yep. This surgery... The recovery timeline is about four. three months. Yeah, three to four, mm-hmm. three to four yeah. months, barring like 
it, you no messing it up. Yeah, setbacks yeah. in the surgery or after. It's yeah. it's fairly like it seems like it's a very normal procedure for this doctor, and he's done it a lot of times. And well, I, I, yeah, I love it. So and right. know what? So First great. thing I want to say, and I typically don't care because like who gives a shit what people say online, but. I had a few guys on Twitter, like when I was commenting on like the surgery saying, no, the surgery is actually like works. It does. Fuck you to all those guys that came out and said, oh, but it hasn't been done on an NHL player. It won't ever work. Won't ever work. Yeah. That's why Eichel is a golden knight and not a fucking saber. Thank you very much. Proven you wrong. It is the dumbest. Yeah, that is the so dumbest dumb. argument I've ever heard in my life. Oh, well, hasn't been done. I, the NHL can't do it. What? <laughs> there was people that were talking about the, uh, like what they were saying about uh, the surgery and all that sort of stuff, and like they listened to the doctor. Oh yeah, I heard that episode of Thirty Two Thoughts. Like when they were talking to the doctor or whatever, it sounded like he was just in it for his own personal reasons and stuff like of course he'll say this because he's a doctor just like yeah, are you, did you no. listen to what he said he was like i literally this is like not even myself like this has been done on several like several by other people. doctors several, on several other, other doctors people. several and other MMA, people mma started punching rugby, each other in the football. face um three months later yeah. a guy was punched in the face several times in a in a ring yep with this neck landing neck on surgery. his neck falling back a time and he was rugby. fine rugby you're mm-hmm. telling me rugby like those guys don't wear protection they literally yeah. hit each other as that hard is, as they that can is the game like that is pushing against each other's spinal impact that is the game yeah literally the game that's i know why they don't that's why they retire because their spine and their back is just ruined Gone. you know like so like i i just exactly I'm, I'm with you like if you actually didn't think this was if you thought this was a problem i'm just then you like, sh- what, good thing you don't make the decisions if you thought this like was a do problem. you not understand like, technology uh, like we yeah. can see if his muscles have grown back to a normal yeah. state you can see that you can test that you can tell that his muscles are at normal capacity around his neck area and stuff and that's that's the green light you know? i also like have another take a while, another reason so that doctor comes out and says this why would he be willing to put his own reputation on the line if he didn't believe in the surgery and it would go poorly yeah, why would you put no your doubt. name out there saying yeah. i do this surgery <laughs> all the time but it's never successful who says yeah. that not one person yeah. goes out and says, I'm proud of myself that I'm terrible at my job. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, no. He backs it's, it up because it's worked. And this, it works. this is a perfect case of what's wrong with the NHL. Yes. Like, this is a problem, guys. This is a problem. You guys are just not – you need to change. Like, move up, think forward or something. Like, this is just terrible that a decision like this would happen. Like, Yep. Yeah, it's embarrassing for the league, honestly. So. But Jordan, uh, do you have any final ones, or was that the last note? No, that was that was the final one. Well, final note, yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, well, that was a good podcast talking about a lot of stuff. But that's gonna be it for this week's edition. Go follow us on our social medias: Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at the Couch on Ice. Chase and I are starting to compile a lot more videos together. We just gotta eventually post them when the timing seems right. Do you guys have any final notes to say before I close it out? Nah, dog. Just check the old Twitter account. Yeah, some for our power rankings that we got and our power rankings stuff like that. Uh, got some awesome stuff on DT. So if you're a Sabres yeah. fan, go check it out. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, there's uh, what do we got going on? We got some Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to take a look at uh, just basically how they got here, like what it cost them to get here with this sort of team, how they use the expansion draft to their advantage. Um, yeah, like you were saying, the Olympics, man, we're going to yeah. be getting Group A out at least uh, fairly, fairly soon. We've got at least most of that somewhat ready so get some lou you know, and cool. islanders some jim benning and vancouver talk too so be on the lookout for some awesome videos talking about that um we'll definitely hook you up with a christmas present or yeah. <laughs> a few here we'll always give you some extra to oh, up. also if you guys are interested and want like couch and i shirts or sweaters or something dm us because we'll get something going for that i'd be very interested in doing that um, yeah, boy. If you guys are interested, there, buddy, yeah, hit us up. Throw us an email, there, P man. Yeah, man. Throw us an email. You guys... Get your address. We'll hook you up, man. We'll hook you up. Hell yeah, man! Nice so, little Christmas present for if you. If there's anyone else who have, also wants some couch and ice merch, let us know what we can do, and we'll we'll get some out from for some orders. So, but yeah, yeah some mugs and t-shirts or something. <laughs> we'll Figure something out. But that's been this week's edition of the podcast. We'll catch you guys next one. Peace.